0: Welcome to the No Ideas Original Podcast featuring Shannon and Mr. Rob. Let's get Rob in and get right to it. Hey, Dr. Wade, hi, Brianna. Brianna's my little one, everybody. bring Rob in. We're going to have a great discussion today. There you go Rob. Oh, Brianna, actually, Dr. Wade is the the book she wrote. The book that I got for you. So, what's up, just bro? your your formal introduction.
1: Oh, Brianna, what's up, Bree Bree?
0: What's up, Rob? How you been, man? How you doing?
1: Man, I'm holding it down, bro. Trying to trying not to get sick. Weather's mm-hmm. changing. It's getting a little cold up here. See, and they got turtle neck on, right? See that? It's getting cold up here in these fucking yeah. mountains, bro.
0: You be here? You been out there in, in, in the yard working?
1: <clears throat> in the yard. The leaves are coming down. Look like snow covering the damn grass. You can't even see the grass. Some of these damn leaves.
0: Yeah, it's, it's tricky because one day it's like 70, and the next minute it's 40. 40,
1: 55, man. So I'm just trying to stay on top of it, man, because, you know, my immune system is a little little tapped. Mm-hmm. So I got to stay on top of it for these next five to six months. So, outsource,
0: I'll outsource that landscaping for now.
1: Listen, um, next year might be a different story next year, bro.
0: I told you. Didn't I tell you to get old fast?
1: It, it, it does. But, you know, because I'm home a lot, it, it keeps me busy. And that's what I appreciate. You know what I'm saying? It does keep me moving around. And have an obligation to go out there and really tackle it because it's a big property. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot to cut, it's a lot to maintain, bro. You
0: yeah. I mean? Man, you got the Yankee fitted on. I got home early enough today to watch my Yankees lose.
1: Did they lose? They
0: played already? They lost. They played, they had the one o'clock game. They lost. I they lost played. in extra innings.
1: That was the makeup game for the rain out yesterday.
0: Yeah, man, it was a, it was a heartbreaker because every year the Yankees got the same issue, man. Like we got everybody swinging out of their hills, they hit a home run instead of being contact hitters. So it, it kind of puts us in a position where, in the playoffs, you fit you face that premier pitching, and when you facing that good pitching, you ain't gonna hit all them home runs. Like Aaron Judge has struck out almost he every time out. he got up the bat.
1: He struck out twice Tuesday.
0: Yeah, like, well he well now he got seven strikeouts and like nine at bats for this for the series see that
1: focused on 62 now you can't even get one goddamn
0: <laughs> man let's get into the topics and hopefully more people will join us so um you know the first thing i thought that we should talk about is and i don't know if you've been following this um rob you know kanye wears the white lives matter t-shirt um and expresses yeah, his, his, his frustrations towards his um his corporate partners in the world of fashion you know as a result of uh, what has been called anti-semite remarks he was banned from IG, and LeBron James' shop pulled that episode also. He was supposed to be on the shop on right. LeBron James podcast. They pulled that episode also. What do you think about this? What's your thoughts on it? He,
1: he made anti-Semitic remarks?
0: That's what they're saying.
1: Wow. Now, you know, when you do that, they cancel your ass real quick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, the White Lives Matter thing, now, mind you, you know, the media controls everything, bro. So you got to be careful what you read, what you watch, because they can lead you astray. You know what I mean? And I have seen a lot of people saying, oh, he wore MAGA hats. Now nah, he's White Lives Matter. You got to remember, this dude got white children. hmm You know what I mean? And I guarantee they identify themselves with their mother, their aunts, their grandmother. Although they know their father is black, and I think Kanye fights for that, that can I use the word, co-cultural? You know what I mean? Dual cultural. You know what I mean? Being that they are from two, two, two different backgrounds. Um, who knows that that wasn't for that? But what he said, what it, what it was from is that, you know, I see white people wearing Black Lives Matter. I don't need you to wear a T-shirt to tell me that my lives matter. So when he's wearing one, he's like saying, well, white lives matter. Now what? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what his reason for that, because this is Kanye. You know, he has his reasons, and he doesn't always clarify why he says it, because he knows what sound bites is. He knows that people are listening. He knows TMZ and paparazzis are following him. And remember, this man is a billionaire, man. And upon that statement, I think he was on – um, I had an interview with Tucker. Tucker Matthews, I think his name is, Johnson, from ABC.
0: Austin Tucker from Fox News. Austin
1: Tucker, right. And – one of the things he mentioned was how he's pro-life and how um, there are more abortions in New York City than there are killings. In other words, that's, that's leading the, the death in New York City. Mind you, 50% of all abortions across the nation is, well, he said all abortions in the black community are the leading deaths in the black community next to killings and all other stuff. Well, but you no a, we,
0: we gotta fact check, Kanye. Like Kanye ain't somebody who I take his. <laughs> but you know
1: what? They but no but but they're not putting that out, you know, versus the Roe versus Wade type of thing. They're not mentioning mm-hmm. that. Um but they're mentioning him wearing the White Lives Matter. Look, the boy wore a MAGA hat. We already know Kanye is, you know, he's the poster boy for for how how media portrays him. And he you gotta always this man is a Gemini man, so Take another from Gemini. Gemini's like to communicate. That that's their premise. Communication put shit out there to make people think. And I think that's right where he's at. He's right in his lane.
2: Yeah.
1: Like he's right where where he wants to be with that. Now mind you, all lives matter. We know that. You know what I'm saying? We was mentioning black lives matter. We never said that white lives didn't matter. Mm-hmm. That was never the premise. The premise was because of how our lives were being treated. Yo, what up? What up, God? Peace and blessings to you. I see. I appreciate you tapping in. Yeah, Uh my thing,
0: yo, Rob, i say, I think you hit the nail on the head, though, when you were saying, like, we don't know why he's doing it. My thing with Kanye, though, is I feel like sometimes everything that Kanye does is to be a provocateur. Like, you know, he, he, he says these things to be provocative. I think one of the things that people do to Kanye that I'm not really for is that they just, they dismiss him and say that he's crazy. And to me, that's dismissive. Like, I don't think the dude is crazy. Um, I'm gonna be real with you, though. I don't agree with his political ideologies um, and his actions. Like, I think he does a lot of things that, to me, are just off-putting. Um, but that's I, okay.
1: I, that's I, okay. I, we got to get to the part. We got to get to the part of living that you don't have to agree with everybody. And Because you exactly. don't agree with them, you don't have to cancel them either. Exactly. People need to grow so, up. With because you don't believe what I believe, I fuck you. Ah, you nah, nah, nah. Do that?
0: So, so the way I look at it is like this. I look at it like, to me, when I think about Kanye, I'm like, a lot of times the stuff that Kanye seems to be passionate about are things that that impact him immediately. So when Kanye had right. the issue with Def Jam, then Kanye became very vocal about the recording industry and how contracts were unfair. Um, When yeah. Kanye had the issue with his corporate partners in the fashion world, he became vo- very vocal about business and partnerships and how come they don't allow people of color to have a seat at the table and how come the creators get cheated out of what they are supposed to get in terms of ownership for their creations. Um, when his marriage fell apart, he became vocal about how important it is to keep black families together and right. things like that. And I just feel like, right. you know, if these are the things that you're passionate about, why, do, why does it necessarily have to happen to you before you, you know, you become vocal about it. Like, I've seen 100% transformation in Kanye from when Kanye first started out. Like, Kanye first started out as this artist that was very much pro-Black, you know, like, his, his, mm-hmm. his, um, his mom was a very strong and continues to be a very strong influence Educator. in his life. Mm-hmm. And his mom, you know, a lot of his message came in his music was through his mom. Right. You know, but there's, there's been a, a shift in terms of i think he noticed when he made the comment about George Bush that okay don't i like, can make a provide don't like a black comment people and and you know and people won't get rid of me they will embrace it and this was pre cancel culture also when he made that comment you uh-huh. know so now the things that he say i don't necessarily think that it warrants him being um, being canceled but i also kind of go back around and i think about like um you know like in terms of leadership like what makes why do people see Kanye as a leader, because he has a voice, because he has a platform, because he has yes. this huge reach. But Kanye yes. is not the dude that I go f- go to, in terms of political discourse. Like I don't really his brand of politics is not my brand of politics. You know right. his, his his methodology for getting stuff done right. is not one that I'm in agreement with. And right. I look and I listen sometimes, and I see like there are a lot of people that are very supportive of him, which they're entitled to be supportive of him, but then they condemn people that are actually doing some of the work in the community like there I think there's more critique and criticism of Tamika Mallory and my song than there is around oh, hell yeah. Kanye does you know and I think the thing is is because of one Kanye celebrity status but also I feel like because there are certain people who are just attracted to the opposite you know like whatever playing devil's advocate mm-hmm. for everything you know like so because because Kanye represents the unknown, there are people who really like that. Like, you know, he's the wild card. You know, just because you're saying the opposite or you're being a contrarian to things doesn't necessarily mean that your position is right. You all know, right. where we have to grow, I think, as people is we have to, like you said, we have to create space for that discourse to be like, all right, I'm not in agreement with you, but that doesn't make you a horrible person, which makes me think about like his even his interaction with um with with uh, JP Morgan Chase, where they're saying that they don't. Right. Have they any like that to, me is, that to me is extreme because you know how many other people that are banking with JP Morgan Chase or are in business with them that have what would be deemed to be extreme views around stuff and you don't hear about that maybe we don't hear about it because they're not they're not the celebrity that Kanye is but that to me seems like that seems very extreme
1: listen man JP Morgan was backing Jeffrey Epstein when he was going through his little dre- his little kid trafficking they ain't dropped him You know what I'm saying? (laughs) They kept kept him on the business call still. Listen, man, you know, Kanye is always.
0: Hold hold on, before you go, I would be interested for all the people that's currently in the chat. Do you, yes, I think Kanye is, I look at Kanye as a leader. No, I don't look at Kanye as a leader. I'd be interested in seeing people's opinion in terms of Kanye's leadership.
1: I got a funny feeling I'm going to hear unanimous hell no. No,
0: you'd be surprised you be surprised, no, you be surprised. I think everybody thinks for different things in leadership.
1: And and and, and you know, they go one no. And you know what what people need to do sometimes too is do some research too. Don't just take what's off face value because oh, hell no Nelson. That's <laughs> two no's because right. most people do not do research, man. They just my man everyone is saying nah. Son. Yo, son, listen, that's a hard no. And that's only because, I think, because of how we view him, the things, the antics he's already displayed. Um, It's hard to believe someone who just flies off the handle. Look, he's backtracking a nine-year statement he made to Sway, and Sway was absolutely right with saying, why don't you build it yourself? Mm -hmm. But Kanye is in that, and he, he felt as though he was in that lane with the Louis Vuittons and all these upper echelon fashion houses, where he can walk in with the status that he has and change the coach, they be like, "No, bro, you don't run it like that." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now we got beef with Adidas and everyone else. Where now he needs to think about doing it on his own because we're in that atmosphere, we're in that climate of do it for self, which is an old oddage. But you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I mean? But um, Kanye, I don't, I don't, I hate, I hate using the word crazy because he's no, not cool. he has, crazy, He just has... He has... He has a formed opinion because of, for one, who he is, where he's from. His mother was a big educator and about... Re- you know, just in his life with so many different things. And we've talked to Ron Fest about that, man. Kanye is a different spirit. He comes from a different background. You know what I mean? When he first came out, this kid was a clean-collar kid making beasts that everyone loved with a backpack and an Argyle sweater on. He didn't come from... The corner bodegas like most of us come from so you know he might be a leader but he won't be a leader for the for the for the the collective i mean because he has a he has a large file
0: i want to go back to what you were saying rob about like the fashion house stuff because i really think that this is part of the issue you know of where kanye is currently at like i think kanye is so ego-driven that a lot of his now a lot of his rants and his frustration with the fashion industry is because they didn't embrace him on the level of what he thought he should be embraced. And the thing about it is, so here's Kanye with all this celebrity status, all this money, this huge following and everything. He would think that it would be a natural fit, but they did embrace Virgil who passed away. You know, and Virgil was was doing big things with Louis Vuitton and that was his friend. And as a result of it, Kanye and Virgil, you know, end up having issues in their relationship. So Uh to me, it's like, okay, white lives matter when you're seeking predominantly acceptance from, you know, from, you get what I'm saying? From those same people. You want to sit at those tables and you want to have conversations with them, you know? And I, I just can't, again, I can't get what I think that we owe each other. We owe each other as intellectuals.
1: Good point no the,
0: the, the, the space, the space to have, to have these dialogues around and stuff and the space to actually be like, you know what? I, I, we can agree to disagree, but I still respect you as a man. The thing with Kanye, though, which throws Kanye off, is that it's like Kanye will see people, everybody saying left, and Kanye will say right. And he may not automatically have rationale, <laughs> yeah. rationale or want to give explanation for why he's saying right. And most of the time when I see him saying right, it's because, you know, whatever he's experiencing in the immediate. So, you know, if your position is that you strong on family staying together and everything, why does it take you and your family to be in conflict for you to actually be vocal about that. You know, if you're about very much pro artist in terms of getting the right record contract, why does it have to play out in the form of you backtracking and looking at your record contract and saying, yo, my record contract is trash, you know? And then as a result of that, artists that he has signed came out and talked about the deals that right. he made with them also, right. no you still, know, so to me, it's like everything is motivated. Dollars by his by his agenda i'm just at a point i think in life where i'm able to separate his artistry from who he is as a person but that's not specific to him that's specific to other entertainers and other people you know like i sometimes struggle with you know the, the thing around like people believe in that some of these artists should have some kind of social responsibility you know like right. is do we because of kanye's wealth and who he is his celebrity status do you think that we um do you think that he should have social responsibility that we should be like, yo, Kanye, you need to be the voice of the black people or you need to be the voice of the press, or You need to be this or, or be that. Do you think that he owes that to us?
1: Nah, not at all. Not at all, man. man. This man is an artist. An artist of free thinkers, man. That's the that's the reason why he is the way he is. And <clears throat> he's suffering from Dame Dashism. <laughs> if you ask me,
0: <laughs> um, put in, put put in the chat. What, what do you want me to elaborate about?
1: Um, he um, he like I think Nell said. He has a different demeanor, man, and the way he comes across, and his way is very arrogant. And, and And nobody wants to deal with someone with an ego like that when you're talking about millions of dollars on the table, or you know, moving the culture a certain way. Although the culture has been moved. By, by another culture, and that's how we're living now. We're living in a European culture, if you ask me. But, mm-hmm. you know, the way to go about it and trying to... Uh, what's the word I want to use? Trying to capture back our, our culture, our way of living, it's going to take some work, but it goes to how we do it. And t- going back to the sway situation... We need to do it for ourselves. We need to collectively continue to work together, not looking for no handouts or no reachouts. You can do business with people, yes, Mm -hmm. but if we don't have a collective, we don't have a foundation to build on, we can blow in the wind at any given time, man. So shout out to um, Tamika Mallory and my son for being boots on the ground because that's what they're trying to establish. Do it for your damn self. let's stop giving people let's stop allowing the culture vultures if you will to usurp our energy and take our passion and turn it into what they want to turn it into and then they promote it media wise to the general masses and then they think oh this is the new trend it's the thing to do but who's behind it think about black lives matter who was behind that
0: George carl you know know why he didn't do it himself though you know why he didn't do it himself and um Jazlyn, what happened was he signed he signed a number of artists. John Legend used to be his artist. Big Sean was his artist. Big Sean was his One artist. Mace was signed, Pusha T. He had a number of artists. And Big Sean came out not too long Grammy ago. Grammy family, that son. Came, that Kanye owed him millions of dollars um, from unpaid royalties and things like that. For In terms of, though, like what you were saying, like him doing it on his own, that sort of goes back to the part around the reason why Kanye didn't do it, want to do it on his own is because Kanye wanted to do it at an exclusive level for that European Uh, acceptance. He wanted to be seen as a a top-tier brand. And part of Kanye's conflict with Adidas now is, I think what happened was, Kanye wanted his shoes to be exclusive. And now Adidas has gotten to the point where now they're re-releasing them. They're like mass production. Once upon a time, it was difficult to get a pair a Yeezys, Tiana Taylor was signed too. It was hard to get a pair of Yeezys, but now Yeezys come out every week and Adidas is mass producing them. So, guess what? If it's mass produced, it brings the value down on it. You yeah. know, that's why yeah. things that one of one or in, in limited quantities have higher value. Higher value. Kanye want it. He, 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 he aspires to be upper echelon couture. Elite. And he yeah, wants to be an elite. And, and, and things like that. And when Sway was telling him, like, Look, you could do it. You know, you could be a Shabazz Brothers, a Cross Color, a Karl Kanai. You have the money. You have the means. You could go out and do all that. I don't think that he saw those brands as being comparable to the Louis Vuittons, the Gucci's, and things like that of the world. But now I think after having not got a seat at the table, after trying to partner with these people, that I think that he's probably rethinking that. You know, Kanye had an opportunity to work with Louis Vuitton. I think he designed two sneakers for Louis Vuitton, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was the extent of his partnership with them, was design. He wasn't going to get a seat at the table you know, as, yo, know, all right, you're right. sitting at the table as, you know, but that's my, my point, part.
1: y'all. He was in the design part of it, not the distribution, not, you know what I mean, the overall putting it out, just the design. That's what we we want you for your brain. We want you for your imagination. After that, I'm I'm going to take that and I'm going to patent it for myself.
0: And you're following. And, and you're, you're following. following. Right. You know, and you're following. But truth be told, this is the dilemma that he runs into, though when you start talking about you know maybe adidas it could work with but when you start talking about LVMH you know and and right. Balenciaga and all these different brands you know these brands were successful long before a kanye and they're going to be successful whether they partner or work with him or not and i you right. know and i think him wanting wanting that acceptance he really he really wants that acceptance is like that's what i kind of think has gotten away from him. the other part of it is i do think that kanye has um, some form of mental illness But I'm not going to go out on a limb And say that he's crazy Because he's eccentric Or does things that I don't agree with I honestly believe that he probably um, Is also still ha- suffering from depression From losing his mom
1: We all got some form of mental illness bro Whether, whether where you grew up How you handle it there, there, was, there was never a lane for us to deal with Mental trauma There's never a lane for us to you know, Talk about what it is that we go through On a daily basis you know, we come from environments where we're harassed by police. How do you deal with that when you were only accused for selling drugs or doing something you wasn't supposed to do? That's life-changing. That's mind-altering that every time you hit the fucking corner, you got to be ducking because you don't know if they're going to come and harass you. That alone, I mean, we're all dealing with some uh, level of PTSD, man. All you got to do is hear about a gun firing or a gunshot or a shootout, and you end up with PTSD. How do you manage that? Not
0: he everyone said, goes to, huh? He's a clown. He said, nah, he said, DJ, DJ L Pro, he's a clown. Do you think that's why he went? I think he went in trash bags because I think, like I said, I think he wants to be a provocateur.
1: Like I said, I mean,
0: Kanye just is like, everything has become about shock value with Kanye.
1: Yo, Pro. Kanye trying to take people's brains out of here, son, and leave you standing in the cold with a with a cold sweatshirt on. And people fall for it. And that's why people buy holy sweatshirts and them sneakers and everything else, man. Cause they people are just trend. they just wanna be trendy like everybody else. There's no more originality, man. Originality's in the trash right now, bro.
0: You know what I mean? He need a, he needs a strong black woman in his life. I I look, I'll tell you this, man, if that's what you're waiting for. I don't see
1: that happening. Hey, Kanye ain't going for that, son. Who knows, bro? We'll see. I don't, I, don't,
0: we'll... I, I don't see that happening. I think what Kanye needs is probably to, you know, I think whatever medicine he was on, I think he'd need to get back on his meds. And I think Kanye, honestly, he just has to be able to live with and be accountable for the things that he says and the decisions he makes, you know? Right, there are right, people right. that are going to have um, opposing views or people that are going to say things that's going to be, provocative and to me like you know like you just have to deal with it like if you make those kind of the kind of comments he makes you have to deal with the consequences as a result of making those comments you know so if that means that you alienate a portion of your audience you know the people who purchase your shoes or whatever it is it just is what it is and why should you care if that's where your values and your morals lie in terms of like yo this this is what I stand on you see the dude from Goya and the pillow dude during the Trump stuff they were very vocal about that. They were supporter of him, and they didn't back down uh, from it. You know, they I lost mean, I, support. They lost consumers, but it was where their morals and their values aligned.
1: And people still buying Goya to this day.
0: How about that? Yeah. He's suffering in public, and everyone has an opinion of him. Yeah, I think what happens is when you're a public figure, you know, people are gonna... You catch that backlash, have, man. Have an opinion. The dangerous thing, though, about Kanye, though, is that I think there are some people who really care about the... Opinion of what people have to say. I don't know if Kanye cares about the opinion of what people have to say. And I think that Kanye is kind of comfortable and, and enjoys being in the spotlight as we go with some of the stuff that he says. He
1: said, no, so sure. he told
2: there
0: us you go. That's a fact. Yeah, that's, true. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. That's, yeah, and that's, that's, that don't, that's, look, that's what it is with Kanye. I think Kanye is going to say or do whatever Kanye wants to do. You know, and Dr. Wade
1: said, I don't know if he's suffering. Because I, I think he 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 knows how to push buttons, bro. You know, call that mental illness or call it, you know, kind of his keister. But he knows he knows how to like that person that just knows how to pluck your nerves. <laughs> Kanye
0: that's, that's, Young, that. that's that's it right there. Exactly what Young just said. He cries to the public when the elites don't accept him instead of standing on his own and growing his brand. Without their lease in their circle. so he come. You want to come, come back on. home? How about that? Right? When they yeah, when they shun you, you want to come back home? Yeah, son, but them doors gonna be locked soon, bro. They gonna come back home and there ain't gonna be no lights on the porch, bro. He he, you know what? He want to come back home for support, right? You want to come back home for support, but he don't want to come back home because it's where he want to be. Right. He just
1: want to come back, and be like, oh, you still love me? <laughs> you still love me? Alright, I'll be back. No, <laughs> but but.
0: Check out the audacity. You, How could you come back home and you coming back home to a place where you still saying the kind of stuff you saying and think you're going to get acceptance? Or maybe maybe we're under the impression that home is coming back to us. Maybe his home is somewhere else.
1: Right. We don't really know. This is Kanye, bro. We really don't know about this guy, man. Yo, God let's... bless him. Either way, God bless him. I wish him the best, you know, because at the end of the day, he's going to have to live with what he's made for himself. Exactly. You know I mean, and all, all we have is an opinion about what he does or what he doesn't do. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, he has to live with all of what he says and does, bro.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, yo, let's switch gears and talk about Fifty Cent's son. Did you Did you see this? The um, his <laughs> son getting backla- backlash online. Yeah, let me tell you something. Sixty so. seven hundred dollars a month in child support wasn't enough. What do you What What are your thoughts about this?
1: Sixty seven hundred dollars a month. Equals to 80 grand a year. Are you crazy? For someone, and mind you, now he's 25. So, what were you doing up until you were no longer a minor? Now, mind you, his mother went to child support and was getting 25,000 a month for him. But her greedy ass went and said, I want more. And the judge said, Hold on, you can't manage 25 grand a month? Matter of fact, let me take about 20 off of there and give you 6700 Now, mind you, even with that, even with that, the entitlement is, is is you know, and watching people's pockets. I don't understand this kid. This kid is 25 years old. You're a, you're a grown-up, bro. Yes, your father is who he is, but sure. you don't have no relationship with him because you haven't fostered a relationship with him. You know, it's mm-hmm. one of them cases where, You got a bitter baby mother, your father ain't shit, he ain't this, he ain't never do nothing for you. You can hear that kind of tone coming from him because he has the audacity to say, what is 6,700? boy? did you do the math? You make you by yourself are getting money where there are families that are living off of 80 grand right now with two and three kids. Mm -hmm. Not to say, I don't know how it ends a meeting for them, but you're a child, you're a kid. So if you're getting that, and if you were getting 25 grand a month, what was your mother doing with that paper? Yeah. Come yeah. on, son. That, that's preposterous. But let me tell you this. When you poke the bear in the cage, and 50 is the wrong bear to poke, <laughs> that bear <laughs> will go to petty school on you. I love that he's sitting in the, sitting in the tub. Like, listen yeah. to this kid. What is he doing? So He's
0: yeah, 25 this, years old, bro. This must be this must be the the show of, of provocateurs though, because he's another dude that's another a, a one. provocateur of 50 but yo Rob let me let me say this though like I think um liter, literally speaking, he's incorrect. I mean a 50 son like I don't see how you could say that sixty seven hundred dollars is not enough to live off of, but metaphorically speaking he met, metaphorically speaking, he's correct, and I'll explain what I mean by that because there's yeah. no amount of money that you could put on emotional support. I uh, call it mental support, spiritual Ooh. support there 's no amount of money that you could put on that as a father, so you know you, we see it all the time with dudes that's their fathering is based on just giving their kids stuff and just purchasing things right that's rather right. than the time you know so you could be a wealthy dad and get your kids anything that they want, but what your kids probably really want is the opportunity to spend time with you like look for my for my youngest. One of the things that I really like, like, yeah, I buy him. Well, I, I used to buy him stuff. He's going to be 20 this year. But I used to buy him stuff and everything. But one of the coolest But you see how you said that? You see how you said that? He's 20. Yeah. But one of the coolest. <laughs> the other thing is that, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not on child support. <laughs> but, but the other thing is that. I get it. The, the value, the value of actually being able to take my son to a Jets game and sit front row with him at a Jets game or take him to a Knicks game or you know, go out there and work with him on his car or that, stuff that like that bond. or whatever. It's yes, very sir. different than me saying, "Well, yo, here's five thousand, here's six thousand dollars a month." Or do what you want to do, and, right? And, yeah, and that. So I say all this to say, like, I think the money enough should be is more than enough for him. This was more than enough for him to survive on. Right. But would would have would it have been of more value to him to take less than that and actually have? A relationship with his son. And no, his, son, his son his son still doesn't receive child support I'm guessing this discussion is about previously how things you know how things were and went the, other, up toe, yeah. the, the other assumption is what we see is that 50 is the, the mouthpiece and he's far more verbal and he's in the public eye so we know his side of the story we don't know the kids mother side of the story all we see is just an entitled kid that's going crazy and saying Mm -hmm. all this all this wild stuff you know this same kid has to watch 50 on instagram actually interact with his other his his brother his 50's other child child, so so that's why i go back to i look at it and i'm like all right so you know there is a piece where he's 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 incorrect 6700 dollars is enough to take care of like you said a family but the mm-hmm. other part of it, the other part of it, though, is that I'm sure a part of him would have appreciated, like, you know, forget the money. It'd be nice to have an opportunity to to have a bond with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 50, mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Rob, before you say that, mm-hmm. for everybody to say also in the chat that 50 was attempted to engage him. That's why I said, like, we know 50's part of the story. We don't know the mom's part of the story. 50's the public figure, you know, that, and that's all we know. And what
1: I was going to say was that, you know, the bond or the relationship is is worth more than any dollar amount. Like you said, having the mm-hmm. opportunity to sit with your son, go to the game with your son, or, or just share some, some experience that you have that you might even see your son going through that he's having trouble dealing with. That's mm-hmm. why you're there as a father. You're the foundation, bro. You're supposed to embark on him, some of the things you went through so that he don't have to go through them, mm-hmm. you know? When, when 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 there's a separation of family like that, when you have, you know, the father's not there and the mother's doing all the work and, you know, she's there providing to make, you know, kid catch chicken pox, I'm taking him to the hospital. All these different things happen and there's no father there. There's a disconnect, you know. Unfortunately, you know, a lot of my friends that I grew up, including myself, lived in single-parent homes. And yes, did we want our fathers there? Of course we did, you know what I mean? But, you know in my in my uh estimation there there was there was other men that came into my life that provided that that source of um of 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 knowledge and and inspiration when my father wasn't there maybe he's not receiving that and who knows what 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 the the language or the environment he was in just being with his mother, there could be some real bit of blood between Fifty and home girl. Who knows if Fifty that's didn't pretty. cheat on him when they were when he was pre- when she was pregnant with him and went. It's a lot of that going on,
0: but you know, but yo, the, like the flip uh, side of that, Rob, is yo, that it also couldn't be right. You get what I'm saying? It also couldn't be like yo for the fathers that's in the chat right now. You know, because I know dudes. I'm being you know, I'm be I'm be real. I know dudes go through this with um with women and i know that you know some women wear the label as bitter bitter baby mothers and stuff like that mm-hmm. but i don't know if i don't know if that um pertains to all people who have children and mm-hmm. just don't have a relationship with you know like fathers that ain't involved like some there are fathers I mean, let's be as a man i'm gonna keep it 100 they are fathers that just choose not to be involved and it don't really have anything to do with the woman you know, but there is this, there's, there's a strong narrative that's been created in society that when the pops ain't involved, that it's because, yo, the moms was bitter because of whatever, whatever it is, you know, like sometimes it's just the dudes is like, yo, I'm not going to be with you. We can't have, you know, we can't have nothing. I right, keep the kid, you do your thing or whatever. And it just happens. You know, there are women out here that, that raise their children on their own and don't bash the father, even though the father's not involved and the pops don't step up. Then there, the flip side of it is there are women that you know become resentful and then take out whatever their frustrations are with the man on the children and then you have situations that come up so you know again I think that with 50 being in the public and him being who he is you know Mm -hmm. to me there's a tendency to to kind of go with whatever the narrative that he created you know there was rumors going around that 50 tried to burn down her house I don't know if you ever heard that that they said I heard, that kid, that, they said
1: that I, heard I heard the boy. house I heard the house did burn down yeah. I don't know if he was responsible for it
0: so but... Think about it, like, think about how easy That <laughs> narrative has gone away If people were saying that they speculated That he was an arsonist to burn down the house That narrative is going away Much faster than, yo, this is just a bit of baby mom Like, that's something, like, from a societal Standpoint that I think that we gotta We gotta kind of think about now Can I Can I agree with you that the kid is entitled If his position is that he needed more than $6,700? Yes, that that would make him classify as a brat, right? You know, like that's there Somebody said in the chat, that's a fact. There are people that don't make eighty thousand. There are families that don't have a combined income at eighty grand a year. Yeah. So that that can comment... they take
1: care of their kids? Let me shout. Let me shout you out for being a dope dad. Let me shout out L Pro, my man, that's listening right now. Mm-hmm. Single dad, man, put his, is putting his child through college right now. Let me shout out another brother, my man Jimmy Boo Francis. Got three sons in all of their lives. And these are some great kids that these men are raising, man. Good, respectable kids. I could, I could go on on a, on a list of great men out here doing their job. But when, they're, when they're, even when there's a divide, even when there's a divide and you know that the child is more important, like I said, it's a right to disagree. You put that shit aside and be like, whatever beef we got, out the window, out the fucking window, keeping it real, let's maintain a structure for this child so this child can at least see us be cordial so that we can get the job done, and that's all we need to do. I'm not asking you know we're not married we're not we're not taking this relationship nowhere, but we do still have a responsibility. And our responsibility mm-hmm. is to this child to make it's sure it's read right, it grows up the right way. How, however, that may seem, because you know, even in a two-parent household, some children don't grow up the way you want them to grow up. But at least, you know, there's still an effort to instill the right moral standards in the child, and when they do get older, they can say, you know what? My pops told me not to do this and I didn't do that. My mom said this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. they're not together but I love them both. When a child could come out and say that, you've done your job. Shout out to them brothers I just mentioned too,
0: man. Yeah. Yellow said, kids aren't pawns, and oftentimes that's what they're used for, sadly. Nah, that is true. I mean, with him being an adult now, he's, what, 24, 25 years old? 25 years um,
1: old, man. I got a 25-year-old yeah, I, I was daughter hoping. living crazy right now. Her life is sweet for 25. You know what I mean? And her mother reared her, gave her everything she need. You know what I'm saying? And from a single-parent household, you know, and... and mm-hmm. She was one of those parents where she didn't cry and complain and take homeboy to child support. She was like, look, so my daughter. He don't want to participate. I'm going to participate 100%. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm going to find a way. It's going to get done. And she did an excellent job.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, what now, I mean? so,
0: I, you know, I think the other thing, Um, I don't know. I was having a conversation with somebody, and I was saying this the other day that I think that what happens though is that people don't people don't realize that, you know, you don't have to be financially well off to be a good dad. Like there are other contributions to make beyond the finances. So it's it's sad that we equate financial contribution to have more value. And what I said like emotional, spiritual support. Knowledge and wisdom is always
1: better than silver or gold. I don't give a fuck experience because you can carry that with you for a lifetime money is flat as fleet it fleet is man It, it comes and goes you lose it you get it back you lose it you get it back but if you get some sound some sound wisdom some sound knowledge in your head that sticks with you i walk with wisdom my father gave me at 13 here it is i'm pushing 50. and i live by that almost like a cold bro and it's kept me out of trouble it's kept me out of jail it's kept me off of drugs it kept me respecting women You know what I'm saying? And I live by those rules, man. And this is something given to me in the 80s, late 70s. And I still remember that. And that's what I'm talking about. When you can have a relationship, and that's maybe what 50 should conjure in thinking. All right, screw the money. What you really want? You want my time?
0: That's what it sounds
1: like. Here's my time. You know what I mean? Let me let me foster this relationship with time. Don't ask me for no money. I can see 50. Don't ask you for no money. I'll get you a job. i make you a producer or something. I, I don't know. I'll do anything for you. Maybe put you in one of my movies or shows or whatever. But that's what's needed. Maybe he needs that. He if he's calling for that, I think 50 should answer the call. Because if he's calling for that, give him something that he needs that he can walk away with, bro.
0: Yo, I think that that's what he wants, but I think you know, the Yo, the popular belief though, I think, is that the mom tainted him and ruined, the, um, yeah, ruined yeah. the relationship, and that's the that's the narrative that's out there, but here's the thing though right, here's the thing that I, I think and, and I didn't come from a household, you know I was fortunate enough to have my parents involved but I think that when you have everybody to me has a lure to know where they come from,
2: right yes, sir.
0: and I think that a person is working to condemn a father, right? They're working to condemn a father, but the father shows up and the father tries his best. Yes, kids are impressionable. And if they have to hear all day, your dad ain't shit or your dad is this or your dad is not that. Like some of that is going to sink in. But the flip side it. Of it is, I also think that kids value consistency and say like, you know what? My dad said he was going to pick me up, you know, every Saturday or whatever he come pick me up. My dad said he was going to take me to the game. My dad took me to the game. My dad said he was going to come to graduation or whatever. He came to graduation. My dad uh-huh. did this. My dad did that. So, you know, you have both those voices in the kid's ears and the kid get put in the middle. But also there's, there's proof of concept. Like there's demonstration that, wait a minute, your mom has all of this stuff to say about me. But these are my efforts that you're experiencing and you're seeing, you know. And I don't yeah. know if, I don't know. With 50, you know, in fairness to 50, I don't know what his contribution was because somebody said in the chat that he did have him around when he was younger. And I remember seeing him around when he was younger. I don't know where the relationship changed, but I think yeah. that if, if they could move away from the money and focus on rebuilding their relationship, it would be a grateful thing. It would be a great thing because I watch Raising Canaan and I look at him like it's a great show. 50 Son is a splitting image of him. He'd be perfect for that role. He would be perfect for that show. And it's unfortunate that all these years are going by and more years are going to go by before they actually see or experience some type of resolution in their relationship because it seems like they have both of them have very strong personalities around it. But
2: money can't can't offset the
0: contribution. Money cannot offset the contribution in terms of what you do for your kids. So you could give a kid $10,000 a month or mom $10,000 a month in child support for the kid. That doesn't that does not make you a good father. That just means financial support, right. yeah, financially financially care, supportive. But there's a lot more that goes into actual child rearing yeah. than support. You know,
1: structure, like, structure, discipline, bro. Can you get up on time? Can you be somewhere punctual? It's a lot of things. Can you how you how you manage yourself? Can you speak clearly? Because when you step out the house, you represent your parents, bro.
0: I still live by that. Yo, I know, dudes. <laughs> I know dudes that didn't have a dime to their name, but would get up every morning and walk their kids to school. Like right. that to me, yeah, that to me is right. far more valuable than somebody who's not in their kid's life, but they gotta pay $700 a month in child support. That's
1: you know, involvement. You... Involvement is big, man. Involvement, encouragement is big. The money is just, it fleeters, man. It comes and goes, man. But when you're involved, it's the biggest part, bro. That gives kids confidence. Hey, it gives, you know, just imagine, man, you know, you you playing ball. You score two points, but you hear your father, gay hey, kid, what? You turning to Superman after that, son.
0: Yeah. Just bitter, that alone. Bitter baby mama will destroy a kid's relationship with their father. You can give time and money, but it's not what she wants to be. They cut all ties. I would, I another, another, mama, another strong I would father. Say another
1: strong father that just joined them My man, my man, Jay. Yo, He's always in his life. Say
0: this blood. I will say this though, that I do I do think that there are some women that do have, you know, um ill intent. And they do they definitely do, you know, things that make it hard for a, a father to be involved. That's a you fact. Know, in, in, their, in their child's life. But, you know, again, I would say like there there are also women that are good women that are raising That's children. That's too. And That's there's a- fathers that drop the ball as well, you know. So I don't want to just stick with the narrative that dudes that's not involved in their kid's life is because the the baby mom, you know, is bitter. You no, know, right. it's just some dudes that like, yo, it's just some dudes that check that check out, man. It's just some dudes that, ch- it's brothers that check out and don't want to be parents for whatever reason, you know, and that don't really have nothing don't to do be with possible. the women, you know? And That's not, don't and I, don't be responsible. Get, I don't know if we can get stats. I don't know if we can get stats on that because I think that that's kind of um subjective too to each person's experience, right? In my you know, opinion, like, I think
1: there are is- more, more healthy fathers in their children's lives than there are not. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think there are so- more healthy relationships with fathers and their kids, even if they're not with the mothers. You know what I mean? E- even if they're able to get a phone call here and there. Those phone calls are positive phone calls. At least they hear their father's voices. You know what I mean? These things are these things are happening, man. But of course, it's not gonna be on no news channel talking about how good fathers are. <laughs> you got it. You know them. What she my said?
0: Kids didn't have the money, and it was tense at times. But kids need both parents. It's not their fault. Shit don't work out. That's true. That's a yeah, fact. That's, yeah, that's true. I would, ask, I, would, I, would, I would ask. I would ask the fathers in the chat also. You know, for the dudes that's in the chat that have children. You know you know, if you you love your children, is there a woman that could keep you away from your children? You know, like... I
1: guarantee you, there's gonna be a no.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> not for the brothers that's on here. I know that for a fact. They gonna stay in their kids'
0: like. Yo, so so then, my next question after that would be, you know, high caller. call it? So what is it? Not everybody is as resilient? Not every... Some people are like, yo, forget it. I'm throwing in the towel. I, I'd rather not deal with it.
1: Some people are like that, man. Some people will be like, yo... She's using this kid as a, as a, I don't know, a, a, weaponizing, a weapon. the kid. It weaponizing the kid, man. Like, and that, and that becomes, that makes it, that will make a man uninterested. Like I got to go through all, well, just, just the point of parenting. Like if I got to be, if I have to go through that in order to take my kid, to go get some ice cream or um, just have a healthy relationship. Listen, man, peace of mind is some of the most, Mm-hmm. Wealthiest things to have, and to have to go through that in order to for the child to know who you are is a is cumbersome. Now, shout out to those who go through it because I know some some brothers who do go through the fire, bro. Just just to hear their child's voice. Mm-hmm. Peace, Nate. I there's some people that go through the hell, bro, and they they stay resilient and they stay focused because mm-hmm. they know it's the child, not the mother. She can be yeah, as big yeah, as she yeah. wanna be. You know what I mean? It's important that I have a a a um a, a, a lasting relationship with my son, my daughter. Mm-hmm. They know who I am. They know what I'm about. They see what I'm about, and brothers show up for the call. So shout out to those brothers, man. There are a lot of them, man. And I, like I said, you're not gonna. That's not gonna come across the news, bro. No right. one's gonna publicize that. No one's gonna put that out there, son.
0: It's not interesting. <laughs> it's
1: not an interesting topic. It's Good not- men taking care of their kids. The
0: fuck. Oh man, yo. Let's move. Let's move on and talk about our next topic. Did you watch any of the Jeffrey Dahmer series on Netflix yet? And you see that the families of his victims are upset. Should they? Should they be upset? And if so, why? Why do you think they should be upset?
1: Well, no one wants to relive a trauma of knowing how their child has passed. No one wants to live the trauma of their child passing. Period. But for. A platform to relive the heinous acts that this man has um, made with 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 these families and the things that he's done to these to these to these victims. I wouldn't want that to be relived, man. I don't I don't I don't think that's that's good energy, to be honest with you. But for whatever reason, the person put it out. They felt there was a story that needed to be told. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a good idea, man. You know what I mean? But this is American society. Anytime there's something tragic, it ends up turning into an epic damn film. I don't care what it is. People I'm surprised that, Yo, son, there's always those stories, man. Even from 9-11 to... There's so many different things that before you know it, it's in the movies. Like, why are you doing... Why are you reliving these things? You know... Mm-hmm. And a part of me says, you know, this is just a way of keeping people in control, keeping people in fear that there are people out here. Just mind you, like, something like... There's a little, bit of, a little bit of background with this cannibalism and Jeffrey Dahmer. Now, Jeffrey Dahmer was one individual. Now, the mean to tell me there aren't other individuals that are out here eating people? <laughs> Just keep it in stack because <laughs> now during, know, Jim, now Crow, popular, during you know. Jim Crow, during Jim Crow and Jim Crow himself were cannibals. Now, this was a practice that was going on during public hangings. They have public hangings and they have public burnings. Now, these public burnings come from the term Mm pick-a-nigger. We use that term as picnic because now you can barbecue. They was barbecuing people and eating them at the same time. If anyone would like to read a book, a great book to read is The Delectable Negro where uh, slave owners were being doing heinous things. In the book, Mr. Woodard mentioned a provocative, he suggested a provocative term that slaveholders were parasites who fed off of black bodies in acts of cannibalism and sexual modes of consumption, bro. Like, what type of sadistic individual can look at a man and says, you know what? your private parts are big. I want that. And, 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 and you decide to devour that, like a savage behavior. But, you know, this has been going on for the last four, five, six, seven hundred years. You know, when, when, when emperors would kill with, 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 kill and take over their enemies, they would eat the heart of their enemies. So this is not, this is not new behavior. Every Dharma is not new behavior, bro. You know what I'm saying? I even I remember doing research back in the days there was an old uh it was a um an audio clipping. I, I found it on YouTube some years ago and it was a, a reporter talking to an old rabbi and the rabbi was saying how you know how they would call people goyams. and I guess goyim was a term for slave. But he said a lot of these missing people People don't realize, you know, when people are gone, you don't find them. Yo, people are gone because you know, food, food shortage is short. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going a, I'm to a be honest with you. When I heard this, man, he said, don't be surprised if you don't find these food people in your hamburgers. <laughs> he said it just like that. He said, yo, we, we put up, we put these bodies in the slaughter and we send these patties and these burgers to your farmhouses. And before you know it, you don't know. Everyone's probably a cannibal at some point. That might yep. turn people's stomach, but, but you just don't know. A lot of people go missing, never found. It's not always sex trafficking. You know, the the adrenochrome situation that happens with drinking kids' blood. There's so many different things. But the delectable Negro, because our bodies are so uh, uh, mineral rich, melanin rich, that there, 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 there are things that we have that other people don't have. And they start, they, because it's eating people, bro.
0: You know, you know what the, you know what the difference is? I um, wouldn't, have brought, I Netflix. wouldn't, I wouldn't, i mean
1: in the culture wisdom, but I, I would, I don't, I don't like the fact, I didn't even watch the damn thing. Once I heard it, it said Netflix, I said, the fuck, I'm not watching that shit.
0: Yo, the different, the reason why though, the difference is, is pop culture. You know, and now it's been added into the cycle of pop culture. That's what makes a story compelling. No, it's not a story. No, it's not a story that um, that's new. People know of the story. But this, sto- this time, the story is supposed to be told from the perspective of how the cops dropped the ball on it. At the end of the day, it's re-traumatizing for the family to have no. to have, you know, have to relive that experience over and over again. Um, I just don't, I, I look at, I look online and I see, what probably makes it even more re-traumatizing is the phenomenon that it's became, right? You see memes, you see all, all kinds of different You're things with up it. and people making fun of it. And that's not something to me that somebody ever gets close. You could never get closer from something on that scale and that kind of public eye. You know, I I don't, I, I watched the first episode. I didn't watch the rest. Um The first but episode- stick the, to the your stomach. Keep it real. Huh? What you said?
1: It made, it, it made you sick to your stomach, can be real.
0: It was, you know what, it was nothing different than what I knew from the story. So okay. for me to see it, I was like, all right, so what's the, what's the premise of it? And then I researched it and I was like, okay, they're supposed to be telling from the perspective of how the cops dropped the, drop the ball. I just, but, I, you know, I'm like, I don't know if it's, um, if it's for me. And I recognize, I see in the comments somebody was saying, I recognize we see or we've had all these other stories that have come out about true life events that people actually make films about to retell a story or reshare the story. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things to me about film is that I feel like that they have, they, there needs to be more stories. There needs to be new stories. And I think, I'm not a film creator, but I think sometimes fil- film creators will say things like, you know what, there are multiple ways to tell a story from multiple perspectives. Oh, I and we'll I, can respect, I can respect and I can appreciate that. I just don't know You know, well, actually, I do know that if I was a family member of a victim, I would feel some kind of way about it. The other part of it is, let's be real, the dude who who created it is going to profit off of it. I haven't heard anything about any proceeds going to the family um, as a result of it. The thing debuted higher than Squid Game. And I think Squid Game before was like the number one debut for Netflix. It outperformed that. So, you know, people are watching it. And it's one people of those things that everything else we see, like a train wreck where people can't turn away. And it becomes yeah. cult, pop culture, cult phenomenon, people turning in. You see the memes online, you see the jokes. It got so crazy. One time I looked online and I seen something um, where they had a screenshot where Rick Ross said on Twitter, I need somebody to find me the Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. I want to buy the glasses like Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, what, kind of, what kind of society are we living in where the glorification of a serial killer and the serial killers contribute now his contribution, his, his, his legacy is not going to be about the horrific, horrific things that he did, but his contribution to pop culture, where people have monetized these atrocities for families. I just, I can't wrap my head around why, that. Like and why that these, happens and why that happens stories, and it happens. Though, some of these other stories though, I, I do find value. in. like, I see they doing the, um, the Emmett Till, um, story, like I'm, I'm interested in seeing that. You know, I've actually been down to the museum also, um, in DC, and had an opportunity to see the exhibit. I'm interested in seeing How that, that? other depiction. Was that experience? That yo, know, you know, that was a, it. Was a um, it was a powerful experience. It's emotionally draining, man. It's emotionally draining. Like to actually walk in there and to have to look at that and look at our history and see right the, the humanization, um. You know just the the the, the degradation and, right, and to re and to relive that you know so what? so look so kind of to, flip that? That, to flip that experience and look at like what these people must be experiencing as a result of sitting in the seat of seeing like all right this is how my loved one's demise is being depicted for monetary gain but the creative saying yo i just want to tell a story from another perspective i don't know if i could get with that bro that that
1: that's an excuse, bro. That's an excuse. We, you, you know the climate of the world. The climate of the world is looking for heinous things like that. That's why people repost fights and shootouts and shit like mm-hmm. that. Because, you know, the mind, the mind is so curious that it's like, I want to see what happens. Did this man really have a foot in his freezer? Did he really have someone's arm? Did he really do that? Or it just a story? And that's what I mean. Books like The Delectable Negro. Even read the book Medical Apartheid. Or there's another book, um, They Were Her Property, talking about uh, female slave owners. The things they were doing to black people was heinous, bro. And like I posted not too long ago about your ancestors and where you come from. So in the last 400 years, all your grandparents, it took about almost 4,000, grandparents and parents to get you here. But just imagine what these people went through so that you can still be here, bro. All of the struggles and and, and the trepidation and all of the running and hiding, and, and, I'm, and I'm sure there were good times in there. That's, that's all in your DNA, as it was in his DNA. So his DNA, he's just living out his DNA. Jeffy Dahmer just lived out his DNA because his ancestors... Hey. Or cannibals, just like he was. You know what I'm and saying?
0: You on and you on TikTok doing the Jeffrey Dahmer dance?
1: You doing a dance, and you want to wear his glasses? Yo, Rick Ross, you're an idiot for doing that. Why you just so you can style and be like I got the Jeffrey Dahmers? <laughs>
0: you break over your head. This, is, this this is the society. This is the society gotta, that's living, man. You
1: also got to remember this point too. You know, when they were doing all this, they 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 were. They were so wild at the prowess of black individuals, of black men in particular, and they wanted that. They wanted to usurp that energy. It's the reason why they demonized and they they did all these heinous things to remove our power, that struggle. Mm -hmm. That term, you are what you eat, is a real term. They wanted to be us so bad that they felt if they can eat us, they can become us. One thing for sure...
0: One thing for sure, two things for certain. With the success of the Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix series, we're gonna be seeing. We're gonna be seeing some um, some other series. I'm certain coming out. You also. said
1: yes, son. Huh? I'm surprised they ain't even do a joint about the the hurricane down in Louisiana yet. I'm waiting for that to come out. Nah, was,
0: didn't they have um? Didn't they have? Yeah, there was a there was a I believe there was a documentary Katrina. There was a Katrina movie. I feel like that there was a documentary about that. I feel like that there was a documentary about that. This, this country knows how dollars to dollars this, 40
1: this country knows how to bank off of off of pain and despair. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. That's a an absolute. And now flag
0: flag. now it's been even even prior that that existed Rob, prior to the popularity. Prior
1: to
0: the popularity on social of uh, social media that existed. So now it's been magnified with social media you know right. like when you look online and you see imagine that like your family granted i think it was like the was it 1978 to 19 early 90s that all of this transpired that's still not enough time to heal from some you know some of the stuff that people have experienced at the hands of jeffrey dahmer like those families and for them to it just it just comes across as insensitive
1: and like i said remind you he was caught he ain't the only one like that, bro. Mm. He ain't the single most – he's not the single person out there doing that. Yeah, That's why you got to be careful where your kid's going, who, who your kid's with. You know, back to the parenting thing. <laughs> Being very cognizant of where kids are, what school they go to. We have to – back to another point that we made earlier. Take things back into our own hands, man, doing things ourselves. Don't be ashamed to sit with your child and do homework or teach them a way or teach them anything for that matter, man. Be very intricate and be very involved in what these kids are watching, what they're doing, who they're around. Make sure they're aware of who they're around, what the consequences are. All that is necessary.
0: Yo, bro, you got, if, mm-hmm. you got $6, if you got $6,700, you don't have to do it, though. Son, if I got sixty seven hundred dollars a month, you know what I'm I'll be good, bro. I can all start
1: a couple. A- I can start a couple of things I've been wanting to start. You know what I mean? All,
0: all you need is sixty seven hundred dollars a month for all the homework. Change your life. I paid you, so and you that's crazy
1: because that's crazy because in one of them videos that had little Marquis saying, "Could you live off of 67? And the dude was like, "You damn right I could live off of $6,700. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what oh, the man. hell is wrong you can't live off a of 60 dead broke if someone was like say yo from this day forward every month you will see sixty seven hundred in your damn bank account bar none yo. you can't live off without of a month you gotta be kidding me bro even somewhere, in today's
0: crazy society somewhere there's a there's a, a mom probably living off of 670 a month so thank you and he it's, probably it's, even yeah. less it is, it, it is, it is what it is. I I think that, you know, that there's, he's an idiot and I think 50 Cent got his own issues <laughs> as well that he needs to deal with. Yo, I sent you the um the audio. Did you listen to the audio of Kim Kardashian's voicemail uh, talking about Whitney Houston and calling her a crackhead?
1: Yeah, I listened to that, man. Let me tell you something. Anyone listening, be careful what you say in the world. Cause if someone could pull a receipt on their on your ass, they gonna pull it.
0: That wasn't somebody, man. She sent that
1: to Ray J. You know, Ray he J. sent that to Ray J. Ray <laughs> J. kept that receipt. That's what I'm saying. He kept that receipt. Like, oh, you gonna say something? I'ma hold on to this. This I ain't gonna bury this. Listen, man, be very careful. Be very careful. That's it's that's old. What's up? What yeah. calm drip? What's up, Baba nah, Love? Yo, that was that, that Bob. was that
0: definitely was old. Oh, that was when um she was alive and that she was involved. With Ray J but yo my thoughts around it is that like yo why do why do you think people feel so comfortable attacking the um the culture like is there because yo, let's be real like you've heard that you've heard that joke said in circles you've heard people say that about Whitney Houston
3: now it's not too, not to yeah. me now
0: hold on hold on Rob let me ask you yo here's the million dollar question is there a certain thing as an inside the culture joke that should only be shared or said amongst <laughs> people inside the culture Or is it fair
1: game for anybody to laugh and crack jokes about? What's up? Neither, bro. Neither, man. Let me tell you something. Nah, don't say that, Rob, because you know you
0: heard No, no, no.
1: Although, because while she was alive and even after she was alive, people were always making jokes about Whitney. Mm -hmm. About how her transformation, how dating Bob, marrying Bobby, you know, their habits, their lifestyle. I mean, even Bravo had a show with Bobby and Whitney, so they can publicize, they can put out Yo, into the world sure, the stupid I'm sure shit sure that they, they were doing. Them,
0: I'm sure they didn't picture the Bobby and Whitney as we want.
1: Whether to it's speak. in the culture, whether it's in the culture outside the culture, there's no place for it. To be honest with you, now will people do it, of course they will, of course they will. But I don't think there's no place for us to sit there and defame and 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 have anything derogatory to say about Whitney, and it sure enough ain't right or giving a green light for anybody else to come in and say anything. And if she said that back then, someone should have checked her ass back then. <laughs> you know what I'm
0: Ray saying? J, Ray J should have checked her because apparently he was the only person who knew until he leaked
1: the voice. it. And, and, and that's probably a ploy to what, to discredit her now? This chick is she's she's probably the reason why these chicks are the only because eh? everyone is having sex all over the goddamn place. Man. You know what I mean? And Hug corrupt self. Listen, bro, I'm not even going to so, so hold, on,
0: hold, on, hold on. So for people in it. So for people in the chat, is there a such thing as allowing an inside the culture joke to go by? Right? Like, if it's common knowledge that this is a joke that we have in the culture, you know, is it acceptable for other people to crack that joke? Is it? I'm, I'm just, yo, I'm just asking because... No, you just asking question. question. You're a yo, no fair question. Which he said. what she said has been com- that, yo, that I've been in many conversations where people have used that as a punchline. I've heard entertainers use You, see, as a you see the punchline.
1: You see the flack Eminem got for calling a, a chick a nigger?
0: Yeah. yeah yo, so, alright, so, Jasmine says, nope. Nope. We ain't circling nope. around that block. So, why is it, why is it, um, I guess, why is it okay? I'm in agreement, too. I don't think so. I I don't think so. But, so why is it okay for people to do it? Why do people feel comfortable doing it, you think?
1: Period. I mean, anybody doing it or just someone out the culture doing it?
0: People outside of the culture. Why do you think they feel
1: comfortable? because, Because of their involvement with people in the culture. They feel that they're comfortable enough. I've hung out with you. I feel comfortable around you. Here it is, and probably, she was probably bitter at the fact that Ray J answered a call, and his, she was he was dealing with Whitney. That's just a bitter individual that want to say something that get other, under somebody's skin. It's an old trick, man, to get you to get you to do something that you shouldn't be doing, bro. You know what I mean? because yeah,
0: because we're not respected. What do others think? Do y'all think that this is? uh <laughs> So should we be? Should we even be cracking a joke? Should we, cause yo, I want to just to flip it for a second. Remember one of the biggest criticisms that people had of Bill Cosby was that he was airing dirty laundry. Right. You remember that Bill Cosby was, Bill Cosby was getting up there saying a lot of stuff about, yo, people got their pants sagging, they shooting each other in the head, they doing all the stuff. And dudes was looking at Bill Cosby sideways like, yo, why is it, you know, why are you airing the dirty laundry? Why is this all out there? Right.
1: He was getting on people, but see. When you air out your dirty, when you air out people' dirty laundry, your laundry got to get clean too, nigga. Look, nigga gonna find out you've been out here popping pills and dropping pills and people's soda, and now you fucked up in the game, son. See, you can't... Yo, son, one hand wash the other. Both hands keep the face clean, son. When one hand is dirty, you gonna be dirty, bro.
2: <laughs> you can't. <dude. laughs>
0: yo, well, yo, so imagine if he was throwing stones but wasn't living in a glass house. Is it is it cool like he was saying it? Should he been in a public platform airing the dirty laundry?
1: Should be in a public platform saying that, you know, these things aren't good. These things <laughs> give us a bad reflection and make <laughs> us look bad. Pick your put your pants on, put put a belt on, clean yourself up, look distinguishable, you know what I'm saying? Look look like a person. But nah, but the way you go about it, you can't be, you can't be doing that to people, bro. You can't. Yo, we, we we live in a culture though, but we live in a culture where, you know, freedom of expression, freedom of opinion, Yo, you bro, have the freedom to say.
0: You ever hear when they said Bill Cosby was telling people pull their pants up, and it was like, nah, you pull your pants
1: up. Sorry. <laughs> can't do that, man.
0: Yeah, I just bring this up because I do think that, you know, like um, th- there is there is I don't know if it's that, you know, there are things that we've devalued about the culture that just makes certain things free reign for people to, um, to say whatever it was, whatever it is that they intend on saying, like have we just said like, yo, it's fine. It's just free fodder for anybody to joke on or because these are public figures. Nobody owns the right to say like, nah, you can't talk about these, these people, you know, because for some people. Whitney Houston is a hero. They look at her and they look at her success coming out of New Jersey and everything that she she made herself, you know, mm-hmm. true And I don't. And part of them, I'm sure, it's also said that the she was
1: she was such a diva behind the scenes that if she didn't get her way, she threw a tantrum. I mean, there, there, there are all sorts of in you, There's all sorts of stuff that go on behind the scene that we don't know about yeah. these people, man. That none, we, of that we...
0: none of that stuff, Rob. None of that stuff that's behind the scene. Supersedes what was what's been the ongoing joke about her that people people for years have made fun of what they perceive to be Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston's drug use and like you said a television prior, show essentially prior to, that,
1: it. prior to that, you know there was there was an ongoing joke that she was so skinny that she, they thought she was doing drugs way before they knew she was doing drugs because why Whitney Houston got these knobby knees and. All, all body disfigure. You know what I'm saying? It was, you know, people can be mean. People can be just just out of pocket a lot of times, and in our culture, in this culture, in this way of life in America, you know, you were you were, you can say what it is that you want, and then the cancel culture comes in, and now you know people are super sensitive with how you say it. Now we got this this fight between free freedom of speech. Hmm. And having to be careful of what you say because it might rub someone the wrong way. You know, where 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 do we go with that? Do you say what you want or do you curb what you want? I mean, now where we're pretty much, people are saying, fuck it, I'm going to say what the hell I want. I'll deal with the consequences later. You know what I mean? But then that that might force you losing uh, a fan or two or, or audience. Or, so you kind of, you kind of, play the, the, play the tightrope with that, man. You Listen, know what man. the
0: beauty of that, though, is, though? That, to me, is the mechanism that's built in to tell people, yo, think before you say. Think before too, whatever it be it sure. you say. And the other part of it is that if the mechanism is built in that you should think before you say, then after you say it, you can't retract it and be like, nah, I didn't mean that. Because right. everybody's well aware now that comments, comments are under a microscope, and if you say the wrong thing, you possibly could be out of it. So if you set and you, you, know, you, cal- you made a calculated statement that was off-putting or offensive or whatever it is to people. Then the thought process behind it is kind of like, well, you, that, you, know, you had to know the environment or the social climate that we're in, where you should be, you should be a little bit more sensitive around the remarks you make. You know? And I also feel like, honestly, that if you say something to offend a person or a particular group and they withdraw their support from you, It's their right to be like, nah, I'm not messing with them as a result. Like, we talked about Kanye earlier. If people said that, you know, the stuff that he said, I found offensive as a Jewish person, I'm not purchasing his goods or supporting his music anymore or whatever. To me, that's their opinion. Like, you know, the same way he has his opinion or whatever he wants to say, whether you believe it's right, wrong, or whatever it is, as a consumer, you have the right to be like, nah, whatever he said made me not want to support his music. Made me
3: uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's always been there. You always had that right. You always had that choice. Mm -hmm. I don't think that choice should go away. You always had that choice to whether you want to support somebody or not, based on their views or, you know, what their ideology is.
0: You know what what I do think has changed, though? I do think the part around where people will be like, um, push back around it, like, nah, that didn't warrant, that doesn't warrant you saying that you're not messing with this person no more. mm -hmm. Right? Like, there are people that do say, like, I... uh, he said this, but you know, that doesn't necessarily mean you need to leave him alone outright altogether, kind of thing right. or whatever. And we, yo, we were actually talking about this not too long ago. I don't know if it was when, I don't know if you you were in my house or something. Remember we were talking about R. Kelly. Who was we were talking about, R., R. Kelly? And we were talking about, like, yo, who, who still listen to him or who don't? And I was <laughs> like, I just, I just, I'm, I'm like, yo, I just don't listen. Not that I didn't think that he was a great artist, but I just don't listen to his music.
1: You know? I'm gonna be honest, yo. My playlist is so big, I'm not going through it to pick out R. Kelly's music. Listen, I like the music when I heard it, and if it came on today, I, I like hearing it. Mm-hmm. Now, do I agree? I don't agree with nothing the man has gotten himself into, because I have no. Do- nah, I have I have daughters. I got sisters. I got nieces. Mm-hmm. I got aunts. You know what I'm saying? And I respect I respect women at a at a at a such high regard that anything unwarranted is that's taboo bro you don't you don't bro human code in my respect like you don't take advantage of people whether old or young you don't do those things man and um you know and if you want to separate him from his music, you can mhm but the, the, what's made is already made now if you choose not to listen to him like you said, that's yeah. your choice. You know, I don't make a concerted effort to listen to him. It's like, I'm not after this, I'm not going to go listen <laughs> to the 12 plays.
0: Yeah, let me go put the <laughs> Kells, joint on. You know
1: what I'm saying? And, and rock out because I got me in a little Casamigo and I'm going to chill out for a night. I'm going to blow something. Let me throw some Kells. Let me two steps. Let me step in the name of love. No. You know, he's lost that for me. But you know, because he's in my playlist and I have mm-hmm. it there, I haven't filtered it out to say, yeah. you know, this guy is that guy. Listen. Yeah. He's like, like I said, the things he's done, he's gotta worry about that. Yeah, that's
0: it. conversely though, like my the way I feel about it is I'm like, I don't if people choose to listen to him, I like I don't I don't see an issue with it. I don't, you know listen, I, that's true, bro. Honestly, I don't even I don't have I think I got one playlist, you know, like one extended long running playlist, and oddly enough. He wasn't, he just wasn't never, he wasn't in the playlist because I haven't, you know, he's been embroiled in this controversy for so long. He don't got no new music for me to listen to. Anyway, so it was, <laughs> it was naturally easy. I'm like, I don't need to delete nothing or any, I don't have to delete anything. I'm just, you know, I'm like, nah, I'm just not, I'm not messing yeah, with it. And the- even
1: and even when it plays, I don't, I don't skip it. I don't skip it. Like, ah, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not. And, and people can be in here, Mr. Rob, or Rob, you listening to that? Listen, bro, <laughs> bro, put some air plugs on. Let my playlist play at my house. Yo, you don't like it, go listen. in the bathroom. Go outside for <laughs> three minutes and 14 seconds and then come back inside. You get back for,
0: huh? for listening
1: to him? No, I, 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 I forgot where I was. And that song, I don't know if it was in my house somebody else's house, but a, 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 a song, R. Kelly song came on, and people, <laughs> like, damn, did I miss the notice never to play R. Kelly? Like, people was just, <laughs> how, do, how dare you? Like, the fuck <laughs> you mean how dare me, son? Don't tell me how to play, my, play music in my house. Listen, man, they're about to make a movie. Did uh, They already make a movie with um Elvis. How many people went to go see that? And ain't nobody talking about his lifestyle. And this man, this man married a 13-year-old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like come on, man. And that's a double standard, man. We're gonna crucify R. Kelly. We're gonna crucify all these people. We ain't gonna crucify other people doing it, man.
0: Get out yeah. of oh, man. Yeah. Yo, who's here? Uh, show who thinks R. Kelly is a leader? <laughs> Yo, yo, Rob, I'm I'm laughing, but I only say that because I think that we always make the mistake anointing these entertainers. Prior to him getting involved in all of this, I'm sure somebody probably was like, yo, man, R. Kelly, R. Kelly's our go-to. Like yeah, why ever we since, so ever since Versus. Ever
1: since Versus, people been fantasizing with R. Kelly being on Versus. Who would R. Kelly go up against? You know what <laughs> I mean? Low. And that, that goes to show. That goes to show that people People love his music, bro. <laughs> Yo, if you're fantasizing mad, if Elvis you're fantasizing slated. if you're fantasizing and imagining him on versus going against someone, in the back of your mind, you're singing I believe I can fly. In the back of your mind, you're singing an R. Kelly song and saying, "There's no other R&B artist that can go up against it because all the songs and all the stuff that this man has done."
0: For the, people that's in the, for the people that's in the chat, do you have R. Kelly in your playlist? Do you stream R. Kelly? Don't lie, Eva. If you be honest, it's not—it's nothing wrong with it. You know, if you listen, it's a personal choice, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Because I've heard people say that they would never listen to a Michael Jackson song ever again. You no, know, sorry. Right. You know how you call it? it just—it's just a matter of not R. Kelly out of verses. But for the people in the chat, do you still do you still have R. Kelly in your playlist? Do you listen to R. Kelly? Not anymore. Do you not see now R. Kelly records? Do you be like, oh yeah, I gotta go hit T.P. Two album. R. Kelly was bumping in the whip this week. All right, Nels. Nope. That's a nope. Let's see.
1: Outside of the issues, he's talented. I no know. longer know. listen to him. No. We got it. We almost got a resounding no. Snake, damn a snake,
2: huh?
0: <laughs> Christ. yeah. Nope, damn. Nope, damn. So I, it kind of sound like that. You know, people ain't really messing with him like that. Nah, I, man, I,
1: I, man, I, this, this man, man abused like children. That. He abused kids. He's a he's a pedophile. Like, <laughs> no one wants to be. Is, is, is anyone liking Jeffrey Epstein? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Except for J- except for J P Morgan, that's so it. Don't really feel so
0: like here. it. Here's the thing, for the people who said no, next time Rob have the cookout next summer, you can't come to Rob's crib. Or when Rob, if Rob played at his crib for the three nights, <laughs> now you're
1: gonna, gonna have me go through my insane. damn list and pull out.
0: <laughs> nah, you don't gotta, nah, Rob. You don't, you don't gotta take them out. You don't gotta take them out your um your list. I think it's like I said. I think it's a personal choice, and I think it's cool to separate the artists from whatever the actions you know and if you if you like it you like the music you like the music and the reason why i said that too is because all of the ridiculousness that kanye do or whatever i still listen to kanye music not not any of his new music because it's not good to me but you know like yo you can separate the artist um from it she so said i'm okay. I, I mess with the music not the man <laughs> yeah and you know what here's the other thing that we go all say even if even if Yeah, Rob Robin
1: no. said lyrics hit a little different now. Do you know why? Because all that all of them lyrics is the shit he was doing. I was like, this nigga implicated himself in everything he's in trouble for.
0: Like he's I, a fool, yeah. bro. Diana said, like Rob said, he's on my playlist. If he comes on, I'm listening. So yeah,
1: that's, so that's it. Cause I've had it in there so long. And trust me, my playlist for 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 R for and B and sound, I mean, it's like Shit, thousands of songs for me to sit there, and I keep it on shuffle for me to go through it and be like, "I'll kill out of here, I'll kill out of here." I mean, it can be done, but I got, I just got way too many songs in there for me to mm-hmm. just kind of do it. Out of you know what I mean,
0: so AJ, nothing but a number. That was a that was a good album, and that's the other thing I say about kind, um R. Kelly too. Like in some shape, form, or fashion, we listen to his creations because he wrote a lot of those records that we. That we love, like I didn't know he wrote "Fortunate" until recently by Maxwell. Mm-hmm. He wrote it. He wrote a lot of hit records for he wrote
1: people. Put a lot of joints, man. So you gonna stop listening to Maxwell because so he's
0: vicariously a... you are experiencing R. Kelly.
1: Yeah, son. Through a song you don't even know he wrote.
0: <laughs> Age ain't nothing but a number, right? That's the number one implication. That's what, we should know what he is about.
1: And that was the first one. That was the one we was like, yeah, this nigga's a nutcase. Leave him alone, right there, son. <laughs>
0: oh man that um that concludes our episode for this evening but i do want to say this rob because me and about. rob have been working me and rob been working behind the scenes and kenyatta been working also on it you know we got like a little passion project for no ideas original podcast going on behind the scene Um uh, we talked about it um and talked around it for a long period of time but i feel like now start finally starting to come together so one of the things That's that right we um, we've aspired to do is to take the artists that we've interviewed on the podcast and create an album with them like some of some of our favorites. The um mixtape if you will yeah yeah that you know artists, producers, maybe even have interludes with um some of the um the intellectuals that we've spoken to on the platform. And you know, we started reaching out to people that we interviewed and behind the scenes we had talked to them. We always talk to people after the interviews and ask them, you know, if there's something they'd be interested. In. And everybody's always like, Yeah, you know, I'm 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 interested. I want to do it. I want to participate. Um so now when we reach out to people and say, okay, so now here's the music that we're working with, we got a great, great support from great yeah,
3: response.
0: Yeah, producers sending us music from um we're looking radical right notion. Artists sending us um, verses or committing to give us verses. So I'm thinking that it's gonna be something really, really, really dope. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about it. Uh one of the things that we want to do as a result of doing it is filming it also so we can put together like a mini documentary around it as well and show people that, like the the making behind the scenes, the process of it. So it should be something really good for um for the podcast. And it's something that I'm excited about, something different.
1: Right, right, right. I'm I'm looking forward to it too, man, because you know, we've had candid conversations with all of these individuals we've had and we've got to know them personally on some levels, man, outside mm-hmm. of you know, we know them in, in the in, for what they do as far as music or any other thing, but these guys are some really good guys. I said, Rob, R. Kelly cannot be a part of it. Okay, R. Kelly's not <laughs> part of it. R. Kelly is not going to be a part of this project. Trust and believe, but the ones that are, these guys are some great guys, man, and, they, most of them, have loaned us their time and their energy, and they're on board with it. And I'm super happy about that, man. Because, you know, in this world, you know, everybody want a little something for something. Mm-hmm. And you know, these guys see what we're doing, and they're willing to support us and encourage us. And I think that's a great thing, man. That means you and I, shy, be doing something right, bro. Because, you know, what I mean, ain't, ain't nobody hitting us over the head for nothing, man. They're doing <laughs> it out of the kindness of their damn heart. Appreciate that.
0: Bro. Yeah. Um I try to invite um Janelle JS self care up, but you know, she she's not able to come up now. But um Janelle, the reason why I wanted to invite you up and you could put it in the chat and plug it. Janelle has actually released a self-care book. Um, uh, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. she released a self-care book, which to me is a major accomplishment for her to even say that she's an author and she's been on a self-care journey for a very, very long period of time. So um Janelle feel free to drop your link or um share, it, and go, I'll make man. Sure share the video. Okay, here We
1: got to get we got to get Janelle and, and Dr. Wade together and that'd be a nice little conversation. She got a nice book too that you got. That you got Hi, hey. my Hi Janelle. Kitchen. What's I'm, up, Nels? I'm in the kitchen chefing it up
4: since
1: How about that? A Janelle <laughs> in the kitchen. Another Janelle <laughs> in the kitchen, huh? Make it
4: chicken wings because my son is off
0: in college (laughs) Janelle I don't want to hold you or take you away from things but I do want to give you opportunity to plug your book because I know the book came out and we want to make sure that we support you
4: thank you guys I, you know I appreciate you this was a great great live I mean I was 14 minutes late so I'm going to go back and listen to my 14 minutes I love you guys
1: Um, love you too
4: The book has been in the computer for two whole years. Wow. Called The Hard Truths About Self-Care. Just different things that I learned on this journey Right. to self-care. I mean, I'm glad you guys are doing a documentary for your mixtape because a lot of people don't... Yeah,
1: her phone phone was tripping out anyway, it looked like.
0: Yeah, her phone froze up.
1: She'll come back. But, um... Yo, Ty, what's up, Ty? Ty the Chef, man. Somebody look up Ty the Chef, man. His brother can make anything, man. He makes a great, a great cheesecake, too, just to plug that in there.
0: Uh, he froze up. Journey to sell Okay, she's on her iPad. She's
1: coming back in. Okay. Poetry Man, peace, God.
0: We'll send you another invite. So let's get another invite so we can get her back in here.
1: Gracie J2. Peace, peace, peace. Yeah, bro. Now nah, this this project is gonna be nice, man. And I can't I can't just 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 being a part of it, man. It's gonna be another journey. Um and um the experience of going through this journey with these guys. Um I'm looking you forward to that i guess
4: i needed to sit on my router right as fat man Scoop say go sit on a freaking router already
0: right all right we can hear you we can't see you you frozen but we can hear you i can see okay. you i can see you you can see but,
2: her? Okay. well but
4: listen i've tried to sit on the router Shannon. you got to give me some props on that right like i tried <laughs> um yeah so thank you guys for shouting that out um the book is called The Hard Truths About Self-Care. Things that we all learned on this journey. Even when you guys became podcasters. I know I was there from day one. Absolutely. When you, when you told us. But what are some of the truths that you guys learned along this journey? You know, everybody ain't for everybody. You know, you, we create these boundaries. And people just walk all over us. And that's because we have not been taught how to create consequences. If you do this, I'm going to do this which meant makes people more accountable for their bs Ah. so i had i have all of that in the book it's on amazon but i also have some good news and i'm gonna share it with you guys i didn't even share it on my platform i don't know if you guys know the cove lounge in harlem yeah
1: i've heard of it you're familiar i've heard
2: of it
4: so my so my cousin owns it and just Third, we're gonna start this book tour. I'm gonna do some events upstate, I'm gonna do some in the city.
3: So, about
4: that. so I think it's December 3rd or the 4th that Saturday. We, right? Can, um, you know, spoke about how she's gonna have staffing and stuff, so that's gonna be five all right tonight. So, if you guys are in the area, stop by. I think it's gonna be great. Make sure that you be- bring your business cards because one thing. Even though I be having all these events, I tell people, bring your business cards. It's a great space to network in. Um, Mm. I did get a plug with some therapists and stuff over there in the city. So we're going to have them there as well. So if someone want to talk to a therapist live, that'll be the space for you to go into Mm. and just, you know, get out there. But I love what you guys are doing. As soon as the mixtape come out, y'all can call oh, yes. me at eleven fifty nine so I can
2: purchase.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I can purchase and I'm going to be on live. Like, I got the first copy. Y'all got it at 12. So Yo. anything you guys need, you know, it's no hesitation. It's an automatic yes. I love what you guys are doing. But I'm going to tell you something because I do feed off the of energy. You guys need to do something. For those fathers that's in these children's lives
1: um, absolutely mm-hmm.
4: and i'm gonna tell you why because i do work in family court a lot of my cases is in court and i'm gonna tell you something the system is changing and the judges are now giving the fathers these mm-hmm. children because they're they're looking at us females and realizing what's <laughs> up Hello, God, miss. how are how you, you doing <laughs> yeah need to get it out. So I don't know what you guys can plan or whatever. I do have a store. You guys are more than welcome to host the event in the store. I was gifted a store. Nice. So if you guys need it, it's most definitely yours. But we need to start celebrating the fathers that are there.
3: That's a fact. It's
4: a lot of them. It's a lot of them. And I'm glad the judges are now giving the fathers their children because I grew up in the Bronx. We all know the fathers didn't even have a chance years ago in court. It was a waste of time for them to go to court because nobody mm-hmm. was going to listen to them.
3: The you guys enough.
4: are being heard and um, keep celebrating your children. Post them. Celebrate <coughs> your kids. Even when they acting up. I got an 18-year-old. Al- y'all already know <laughs> he, tri- he tried to jump in my face at 16 at and to this day he said, Mom, you treated me like you somebody in the street. And That's right.
2: To, <laughs> yes. I said to him,
4: you are from Baybrook. I am from the Bronx. And you're light on your feet. You don't play with me. <laughs> Don't play.
2: Don't, don't play, play
4: yourself. We got to celebrate those two. Because, That's
2: huh, right. I
4: knocked him out. And guess what? He's in college. And
0: he's playing basketball. Wait a minute. Say that again. You said you knocked him out. I
4: knocked him out, yeah, him out in out.
2: college.
0: <laughs> I mean and, and we got it. I mean
4: and y'all, and y'all we grew up together. Y'all knew my mother was famous for coming on Boston Road and slapping the crap out of me because I wanted to be on the corner. Okay?
2: Listen.
1: And hey,
4: look at me now.
1: So that's right.
2: No they work. I'm not kids
4: because I don't want to be your social worker. But what I'm saying is discipline and celebrate. So
0: yes. that's right. you so if you're not if you're not following, make sure you follow JS self care. Janelle, get the link over to me. I'll make sure I post the link also for you. We'll put it in the um the video cuz what we do with these lives, we also upload them to YouTube. So that okay. way the link goes out and we can support this sister's book.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys.
0: You're welcome. Appreciate we you. We love you, we love
3: you baby.
4: Chicken wings. Hey, Eric, nice seeing you.
3: Don't I burn you. us I before see you chicken with wings. The kids. I see
0: you with the kids. We <laughs> All doing. the time. All the time. <laughs> the, right there. So that's Eve. Me and Eve, we grew up together playing ball. And um, I spoke to Eric before we even, before we even put this together and was like, man, it'd be great to have you come on and talk because, you know, this brother online, when you see him on IG, like he's just such a strong presence. Um, in his his children's life. And I thought that he could probably add dialogue all. that we was having in terms of um, Marquise and 50 Cent with the $6,700 that um, Marquise was receiving and, um, you know, in child support. And we, we talked about it earlier and I was saying, like, you know, like the financial element of it, you know, Marquise, there's no way he could say or justify saying that $6,700 is not enough money for him be to be count. financially taken care of. But then the other part of it I was saying, though, is that I don't know if you could put monetary value on spiritual, emotional, mental support for your kids. So I'm just wondering, like, what's, you know, what's your thoughts around this? Well,
3: like, 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 like your partner just said, he can't count because he don't know the value of money, the value of love, the value of monetary things, the value of... Time, space, opportunities to be with his father. So that's right. what he lost from. Because you could, t- I could take sixty-seven dollars and, and, and take care of my kids. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like going to the park is free. Spending time with that. kids is free. You
0: know I'm what I'm saying? That. So you
3: don't have to have all the money in the world to to take care of your kids. And I guess he just threw that as as a he just threw that out there as just something to catch. I think just to catch the people' ear because he wants somebody to listen. He mm-hmm. needs somebody to listen right. to what he wants and what he needs from his father. But right. All know his father got a lot of money, but his father also ain't have a lot of time for his son. Mm. So the money, the money weighing into the time is far off. So his father can turn around and give him $670,000 a month, he still might make the same statement. Mm-hmm. He wants that time with his father. So that might be what it was, and that was just something to catch everybody's eyes with because there's so much that people will look to about talking about money, money, money. If he had just All said, right. I want to spend time with my father, we probably would have looked at the post and kept going.
1: Yeah, about that? And that's important, man. And people don't realize, man, communication, that, that communication goes a long way with your children, man. Especially if you got their ear and they're listening. Listen, bro, that encouragement and that love you can pour on that child change their life, man. And when it's not there, you can see the difference.
3: See the difference, man. You definitely can see the difference because, like, 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 you know, I've I've been working with kids for 22 years, so I've been on the up. I've been on one side, and I've been on the other side. Like kids that just needed an ear, just needed just someone to listen to, and some them just to give them a little, uh, just just a little jewel. You ain't had to school them all along. You just got right. to give them a little jewel. Like I used right. to tell my kids when I'm working, like, yo, I don't care what you want to do, but whatever you're gonna do, you're gonna be the best at it. And, mm-hmm. and I'm going like, to tell kids, like, oh, Yo, you want to go hustle? All right, let's, let's break something down to you. Let's, do, let, let's talk numbers. Let's talk this, let's talk that. Like, and they stuck. I said, yeah, you can't be out there thinking that, oh, you just could do. They call it easy money, so it's going to be easy money. That ain't easy money. I said, you got to take everything that you do is about education, it's about talent, about reading, it's about reading the room, reading people, things of that nature that you need to know about everything that you're about to do in life. And if you don't know those skills, you're gonna be stuck because you like we always say, book smarts is great smarts, but it ain't all the smarts you need in the world. That's right. Cause if you ain't balancing out the sweet the sweet smarts and the book smarts, you'll get lost in this jungle because the cause the the, the the book smarts will get you to a place, but guess what? That hustle will
0: keep you there. Yeah. So there's a discussion in the chat. Unlimited faith 05 says, right, you don't children should not know about that anyway that should be between the parents and in, in terms of what the finances are. Uh, bar CBJ says unlimited, unlimited faithful five. I have to respectfully disagree. I think if the child knows that the outside parent is contributing financially, it helps the kid know the parent is doing something. What do you, what do you guys thoughts on that? Um,
3: I, I, I can speak on that because me, bring me, 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 me being a young child, my father and my mother was never really together. You know what I'm saying? They had what they had. My mother was got married after I was born, whatever. So my father always was there financially. Every which way he was there financially. Physically, mentally, he was not there. And Can I say my father was a good father and, and partially in my eyes as a kid, I said, yeah, but now as an adult and knowing both sides of the fence, no. But anything that I needed, my mom gave a call, yeah, he's sending that money over. Mm-hmm. But me being spending time with him once a month, maybe twice a month when it was good or three, four months go by, and then won't see him for a couple of only for like two days, that's not steady relationship with your parent. Mm-hmm. That's no. not something that that that's gonna, gonna supersede oh, since he send money, then it's cool. That's not cool. The money part is, yes, it's going to help you financially, but at the end of the day, and we're going to say this both parts, I might get flat for saying it, but two people make a baby, but both of them got a fancy take care of it. So you, want him to
0: just, you just want him to um, spend the money to take care of the baby, but you don't want them to be around? Yeah. So, so let's do this. Unlimited Faith 05 said, can she join the live? So we'll have Unlimited Faith 05. Come on. We'll give you We'll give you three to five minutes to say your part, and then we'll open it up for Barcy BJ if you want to come on and rebut, or if you want to offer a rebuttal in the chat or explanation. But we got to keep it to five minutes, and we also got to make sure that, you know, everything that we're saying um, is appropriate because IG will <laughs> mess it around and ban us. So Unlimited Faithful Five invite will bring you up. Barcy BJ says, I'm not saying that the money makes the outside parent good. I'm saying that it allows the kid to know that the parent is doing something. So let's see. If- uh, yeah, that,
1: that, and that's a small part because I tell you this, man, in my life, my pops wasn't there at all. I took my first picture with my parents at 38 years old. My mom's held it down, bro. And she never took my father to, to child support. She said, he don't want to be involved. All right. It's going to affect him later. It ain't going to affect me. And, you know, I think I turned out all right. I'll be pushing 50, and I live a great life, man. I got some, I got some beautiful children in my life. I got a great wife, and I turned out all right, man. So, and I've respected my father still, even though after all them years of him not being around, when I seen him, I still revered, I still looked at him as pops. I used to always say, Dad, and, you know what I mean? I never, like, why you ain't never come, I never, I did that early on, but as I got older, I said, you know what, whatever he had going on in his mind, why he was never there, he has to deal with that. Not me, because I, I made it out of them circumstances and not having my father. Now, did I have a father there? Yes. My stepfather stepped in and was a perfect gentleman to to instill in me what it is to be a man, what it is to be responsible, and what it is to take care of yourself. And I'm grateful for that man for the rest of my life. What's up, let's sis? Let the, how are you?
0: Let the, let's let the sis... Let the sister come on and, and say her part because I see we see you in the chat, so I know you probably want to elaborate on what it is that you were saying. So we'll open the floor and let you um let you say what you want to say. Speak cool. on. hi
5: gentlemen, thank you. Wait You're a minute, welcome. what's going
0: on? Very
2: welcome.
5: <laughs> okay, ah, oh, give me one second, guys. Please, sure, give
2: take, me one
1: take your second. time. No sure. rush, take your it time.
0: A, look for those that are in the those that are in the chat. If you haven't subscribed to the No Ideas Original Podcast yet, please. The link is in the description hit the link go to our youtube page and subscribe like comment and share the videos we have a great great catalog of interviews and discussions similar to this that we've been conducting now for upwards of close to two years so go ahead she ready
5: yes i am thank you so much for allowing me to come on i hope everyone here is having a blessed and awesome day i just wanted to elaborate thank a little you. bit more because sometimes things We can misconstrue when we're typing what someone is trying to um, say. And so I just always think it's best as an adult, we have a conversation where you can hear me and I can hear you out. I'm just coming into you guys's live. Uh, Yes, guys. Give mommy a minute, okay? And then I being a mom,
3: being a mom, you can't take no breaks. See?
5: <laughs> I know, right? Being a mom and a nurse, I can't take any breaks. It's like all day long for me. That's but it. what I wanted to say, everybody's uh, choice of parenting and style of parenting is different. For me personally, okay, and I'm just throwing in my two cents. I don't think that children should be involved into anything financial because really they're not thinking about that. They want to be able to see. Can you guys? They should be able to see. Who's is mommy and daddy getting along enough to take care of me? Can right. I give me just one second? I'm so sorry. I'm so That's sorry.
0: Right. Look, That's what right. she's saying makes she me. Being, me being, about you being what a, you a mom, mom right now. <laughs> she's she saying makes me think about an experience that um that I had you know many years ago um you know I worked in child welfare and you know we had an office in Orange County in New York and I remember sitting in like these different meetings, we would have to sit in with the funders. And there was this this discussion about a young lady who was coming from a residential facility and going back home. And when she went back home, the family had all these expectations in terms of what her contribution was going to be in a home. And she was probably like 14 or 15 years old. And she knew that the family was financially struggling. And I remember at one of the meetings saying to, um, to the funders, I was saying like, you know, part of being a kid is not having to really worry or think about those things. And the funder was saying though, the funder was like, but this is an opportunity for the kid to contribute in the house. So to me, I kind of looked at that twofold. I'm like, yes, it's an opportunity for the kid to have transparency and have the kid involved. But you know, realistically at 14 or 15 year old, do you want to put that weight on your kid's shoulders financial burdens that the family carries? You know, and that and and then they sort of recanted and was like no we get what you're saying you know like we i think we have to be mindful and conscious of what we expose our kids to if we want them to be kids and the reason why is because we're quick to say well these kids these kids are grown why these kids want to be grown but if you involve them in a dope conversation or put them in they're gonna be grown That was my
5: next response. I'm glad I chimed in on you or came in on you saying that, because I'm sorry to interrupt. That was my next response. Mm -hmm. I feel the same way. You can't sit there and be like, oh, stay in the child's place, and then you've invited them in conversations. For some reason, we allow so much that we see on social media mold our way of thinking parenting um, the way that we should carry about in our personal lives everything in general we feel like because that's what we see that that's what we should be and I'm sorry you have your way of how you take care of your child but that doesn't mean that's how I'm gonna take care of my children. My children are gonna respect children and adults. I uh, I don't really care what's going on acceptable in the world. You should be in your place. My child at nine 10 14 whatever age they don't care what daddy and mommy are doing they just want to know hey i would like it if we all can get together one day and and get together for my birthday party can we mm-hmm. do that That's and, uh, sure. now if you're raising your children and this is why i wanted to respond to that individual in the, in the um in the comment box but i knew it was going to be too long and also people may not understand where I'm coming from. If you have two individuals that are on that type of mindset where they feel like, well, I'm just going to make sure, you know, no, you're going to make sure we want to make sure everything is clear. No, that ain't none of their business. I understand how, you know, you may feel like that's what you want. Now. I don't know if you're coming from uh, or a, or a child is coming from a, a parent a parenthood where they see mother and father always arguing, getting I don't know, but as best as possible. And I say this, you guys, I'm a single mother of five children. My oldest is 21. My oldest is 21. She's a daughter. Uh, she's my daughter. My next is 17. She'll be 18 in November. I have a 14 year old son. I have a 12 year old son and I have a nine year old son. I don't never speak about my business over the internet because I don't feel it's necessary in order for me to build my brand. But I'm going to tell you guys this. They just lost their father, my boys. His funeral is coming up on the 22nd. Do you think they they care anything about what their dad did? And at this point, at this point, guys, I don't care what type of relationship me and his dad did or didn't have. At the end of the day, God rest his soul. That's all that matters. My right. father was there, and I'm gonna make sure my last, my children's last memory of their of their father is what they want it to be, not what I right. want it to be.
1: That's right. That's, that's right. And
5: that's why I think that children should not be a part of any type of bickering, any type of even. They they don't need to know parents' businesses. That's between mm-hmm. two adults. They weren't there when y'all had them. You had a foundation before them, so it should continue to still be that way. But unfortunately, we are trying to train our children to be, oh, I just want to, and I'm not saying everybody, because I don't have that mindset, and there's a lot of other women and men that don't have that mindset either, but there's also a group of you know, individuals, a large group of individuals that do have that mindset where they feel like they just want to make sure they know they got to be aware It is No, they don't need to know all of that.
2: I sure don't need to I'm know sure. all
5: of that cuz at the end of the day I didn't I didn't care when he didn't have any money when he didn't have no money whatsoever to help me with his boys I still made sure I dropped them off mm-hmm. I took them their clothes they needed I made sure they had their 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 toothbrushes in their bag it wasn't I did this you it wasn't yeah, none of that cuz nope, it doesn't nope. matter and 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 even more so now that he's no longer living I look back on it like, damn, even during the times we didn't get along, that just didn't matter because I it still matter. wish the best for him.
2: Right. Even if we
5: don't went, we went through some hard, tough times, y'all. Like I said, I'm not the one to put my business on the internet. Y'all have no idea the stuff that I was going through, still getting on my platforms, you know, building my brand every single mm-hmm. day, staying consistent. But that is the role of a parent to show my children, to show whoever is out there listening or looking, whatever the case may be,
2: be I'm just as
5: regular as you guys are. But the difference is I can't let what I know this cycle called life throw obstacles at me and stop me off my A game. I got to keep going. I was That's going through do some tough, hard times. Do you think my kids care about that? Hell no. You think they care about <laughs> what was going on between me and their dad? No. Yeah. They just wanted to be like, can we get together for a birthday party one
2: day? Right, right, that's and I right, have that's to right. get
5: up and make that happen. So I don't care about the the money thing. That's for people who are stuck on the money thing. At the end of the day, and that's why I always tell women you know those who ask for my personal opinion okay because i don't just give it to anybody because i can somewhat offend people when you hear my truth and how i really feel i'm very assertive and i mean what i say you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't feel like me saying what i have to say has to be disrespectful i respect your opinion but i respect i respectfully disagree Agree. okay mm-hmm. but i always See that tell women, shot? i always tell women that are you know oh I need a man with six figures seven figures okay that's fine but what you gonna do when that man get a broken leg and he can't get up and working, and then all the money gone you still gonna leave your husband after that mm. you know what I'm saying we are the backbone we yeah. are the uplifters we are the healers we are the mothers we are the the first civilization of everything that comes after us
1: can talking so you
5: can't just let your man go because he doesn't have at this very moment you know, so I look mm-hmm. at it in all ways and I'm sorry, I just have to come on here and
0: now nah, No, we appreciate that. No, no, nah, 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 I appreciate that. that. For <laughs> it.
1: Yeah.
5: I did not want for anyone to, you know, sometimes we can misunderstand what we're saying in those comments and that's why I don't like to text you know, mm-hmm. um, because it, it, it can come off a certain way, but it's kids, children, they don't need to see that. Let them stay in the child's place. We're trying to, you know, it's bad enough society is already trying to push them to be adults. You have the right to do that. You have the right. I get it. I know what the movement, I see the agenda, but that don't mean you got to roll with the flow. you got right. your okay. own household. The most high them kids to you. Stand up and do mm-hmm. something about what you want with your own
0: kids. Yeah. Talk that talk, sis. Talk that talk. Thank you for chiming in. We are open. We we'll open up the floor. If anybody else wants to come in and
5: contribute and me, say you anything,
0: excellent, excellent comment.
5: I appreciate you guys.
1: Anytime, baby.
3: Unlimited Faith Five.
1: I think Bark CJ was it was it was she wanted
3: the C
0: B J. I I just want
3: to. I want to say one thing yeah. real quick. Just pity back what she said. What it always happens to be is. People always want to talk about their kids and and, and about child's place and, and and doing things. But then, when you put a child in adult conversations, you put a child in adult situations, and then you turn around and get mad when that kid don't want to be a kid anymore. Mm-hmm. Then you wonder mm-hmm. why. Why that 13-year-old is now acting like he want to be 18, 19 years old? Because you've been having you've been, every conversation you've not have with your friends. He's sitting right there, staring at you. <laughs> or, 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 or everything that you're talking about your ex or or, or 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 your boyfriend or your girlfriend you talk. You, you allow them to have an
1: opinion. Yeah, you yeah, allow them to have that, an opinion that, on it. They
3: feel like they, they have the right to talk. Now you want them to be quiet.
0: Yeah. Right. So Diana said I agree. I'm a single mother myself. My children are grown men and their dad abandoned them. And I never spoke bad about the man. I let my children grow and decide on their own if they want a relationship with him. Jasmine, what's up?
6: Long time no see, long time no see. It's so good to be
0: here.
3: Yeah, and
0: I know you want to weigh in on the conversation. I appreciate you uh, chiming in. A lot of people, they don't want the mic or they don't want to come on camera. So the fact <laughs> that you come on camera and engage in this discussion, thank you. No, I had to throw a hat on because I was in the house. Like, Let me put this hat on.
6: <laughs> so first of all, um, I want to say that I agree with everything, about everything that the uh, previous woman said. Mm-hmm. Um I think that she might have misunderstood what I was saying. So first, let me say that I have a 24-year-old who is um, successfully living in Atlanta, Georgia. Nice.
2: She uh. is, um,
6: God, what is her position? She uh creative, something independent. Anyway, she's a contractor. And then she, she's doing really well. She has um, advertisements. She's doing really well. I, I would like to say that I did well by her. And one of the things that I learned i'm latina a hundred percent right so you could you can't tell about what i look like mm-hmm. but i said latina and what was instilled in me as a young child was responsibility
2: there and you go
6: at, at seven years old i had to have chores and i had to clean the bathroom i had to make my bed i had to everything i had to rotate the towels mm-hmm. whatever it was i had to
2: right.
1: structure
6: i had to clean chicken clean learn how to clean chicken take the fat off and Mm -hmm. all that i couldn't cook it yet but i had to clean it now fast forward i'm a grown woman and my now i have a 24 year old i have two 19 year olds they're twins a girl and a boy Mm -hmm. and i have an 11 year old my 11 year old started doing dishes at three when she when she was standing next to me mommy i want to do the dishes oh sure come on
1: (laughs) right that's right
6: (laughs) Years old, and she loves doing dishes. Three, four, five, six. Until she started school, third grade, she going want to do dishes because now it's a chore. Now you got to do this. <laughs> but she knows how. She's 11. She knows how to cook a full meal. She can make chicken. She can make spaghetti. She, right. can, she can, I made lamb. She could make lamb if she wanted to. Mm. She can make anything at 11. She mm-hmm. can go to her friend's house and cook for them if the parents don't, don't want to cook. So it's See not that, that I raise a grown child. I'm trying to raise a responsible child because she is not allowed to be in my business when I'm on the phone. Mm-hmm. She's not allowed to be, if she repeats anything, let's say I'm talking loud because I'm a loud talker. Let's say I'm talking loud and she's like, mommy, oh, for example, on my calendar I have that I'm going to a vegan restaurant tomorrow with my girlfriend, but it was canceled and I never took it off my calendar. So we have the, the speaker that, I can't say the name, we have the <laughs> <laughs> that says what's on my calendar. And she has the the screen speaker where it shows the calendar in her room she goes i know where you're going tomorrow i said you need to mind your business.
2: <laughs> there you go
6: it's, it's not that i'm trying to raise a grown child i'm trying to raise a responsible child mm-hmm. so i said that that so my eldest was 24 when she I, I started this when she was four years old her father and i were bickering and fighting and it was just ugly right because it was ugly Mm -hmm. Not once between the age of birth and four did I say anything bad about him. At four years old, I remember we were, we didn't have milk or we didn't have something that she needed. And I was like, I'm sorry, baby. Mommy doesn't have any money, but I think I'm gonna have some money tomorrow or whatever day and we're gonna get it. And Mm -hmm. we had food, but we didn't have something she needed or wanted. Mm -hmm. So I go the next morning to the mailbox and we had a check. And I said, look, (laughs) I want you to know that I said I didn't have any money but this money here is for you so that you can eat or for whatever it is you need and it's coming from your father mm. nice to say about that man nothing but this was the nicest thing I could say about him so mm. let me say something nice right. so I told her that and she was four she didn't really and like the other woman said they don't really care, Kids yeah, don't yeah. care. but she cared about whatever we didn't have right we didn't mm-hmm. have whatever she wanted and guess what she cares about how we gonna get that something that right. we and this is how we gonna get that something So now let's go and go get that something. And because we got this from your father, we can now get you some Oreo cookies or something. I don't know. Right,
2: right, right, right. right. Let's fill the void.
6: Right. And because of your your, your dad contributed, we're able to do that. And so every time she would get a check from her father, and I say she, because the money's child support. So Mm -hmm. if it supports the light, if it supports the gas, if it supports the rent, whatever, it's for her. She's the reason why we're able to be supported. So I say every time she gets the check, I would let her know, hey, baby, we're getting this, this, this. When she was old enough to ask for money for, like, school or, mommy, can I get some lunch? I'd be like, um, I don't have it, but your father might have sent, so, you know, whatever. When she was then old enough to have a relationship with her father, mind you, be- a little backstory, she didn't want a relationship with him because he was a stranger. Wow. Not didn't know him or didn't like him Or I spoke back him. But he was
2: a present.
6: I, I'm not ready. <laughs> no, that's too much. When she was ready, I said to him, she's ready to hang out with you, to meet you, to be with you. And I never once, 14 years old, never once said anything wrong. What she said was, if he wants me to spend it night at his house, can you come? I called him up, he's married. I called him up, hey, listen, she wants to come over, but she's not comfortable going by herself. She says, if I can go. Do you think you and your wife would allow that? This mm-hmm. is me mature, not caring about him in her yeah. he said yes, his wife didn't mind. I went over there. She spent time with her father. This is her by the way. She's like way older than that. <laughs> spent time with her father. And now she's twenty four and they are the best of buddies. Look at that. that. And so it's not because and she's not grown at all. She's the most humbling child ever. So it's not that I'm saying that the child should know what the father about the money part that the father sh- that the child shouldn't know the outside parents financial uh, um, contribution contribute, mm-hmm. contribution. I'm saying that there's some things we need to implement in our children, whether we're the mother or the father, to say that the outside parent is doing something. Something. Well,
0: it's it's funny you say that because listen to you tell it, I think like it's important to have context to these conversations and hearing it from that perspective, it's almost like kind of like fostering, using it as a tool to foster, further foster the relationship. Like, you know, your dad is your dad is not you know, he's not absent. This is your dad's contribution at this period right. of time in life, kind of thing. Right. I think that's different than the impression of like, yo, well, your dad sent, you know, your dad sent him fifty dollars, or your dad's supposed to send me seventy-five or this that. I think it is a very, very different, different yeah, I approach.
6: So, I think that that's unhealthy. I think to say, th- don't get me wrong, my daughter who's eleven, her hair now today to get braided is two hundred. I'm in New York. I'm in Brooklyn. Two hundred dollars, and I'm like yo, I need help. $200? Like, this is a lot. And her camp was $700, $800. And then there was like so many other expenses Mm -hmm. that I would, I would, he would, he would call her, her phone and not call my phone. And then he would say, hey, how you doing? What you doing? I'm like, show him your hair. Show him how you look. Show him what you got. Tell him what you got. Because guess what? In the end, I'm buying this stuff anyway. I'm the reason why she is going to school confident i'm the reason why she has what she has and right. he can,
2: he's he's still in that
6: still going to get it i'm her mother like the other woman said we're still here we are the foundation of these children we're mm-hmm. going to do the best that we can do so, so if he's not contributing and i'm struggling and i say to him hey i'm struggling you should give me a call because i need to talk to you about some financial stuff mm-hmm. i would say in front of her but i'm not going to say Oh, you need to give me this. Oh, you need to give me that. No, you're not calling me. I need to talk to you through her phone. She's not going to give me the phone because you're not telling her to give her the phone. So it's also about, like I said in the text, it's about the maturity of both parents. Mm
2: -hmm.
6: With my oldest daughter, he's mature. I'm mature. We can do that. With my youngest daughter, it's not the same. So the conversation and the way the conversation is different. different little different so you know that might seem like oh well my daughter knows a little bit too much she might know oh mommy and daddy's not getting along when it comes to money and mm-hmm. she might know that but she, but at the same time if he does give money I'm like baby your father just hooked you up he gonna give you this or he gave you this let's go shopping and video record <laughs> 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 to show him that where
1: his money going
6: up, you know yeah,
1: it's it's- appreciative right right
6: right and I would flip it so that <laughs> looks like this genius and like i really care you know when i really don't but i'm just saying you know she <laughs> need know, you know, she just needs to know that mommy's down for oh this is what daddy did let's cheer him on mm-hmm.
1: right that's a big up for supporting and, and doing his part that's right that's <laughs> so, right
6: so, I, so I, I think it's real petty for any parent and this is my personal opinion i'm sorry if you have any viewers or listeners who feel differently i apologize but me too i don't have a filter when i feel like something is wrong or right in my opinion. But mm-hmm. I think that it's real petty to talk about financial personal stuff, like, you know, oh, um, your father's not giving no money in the con Yeah,
1: the putting <laughs> putting people down, putting people down and putting the negative connotation on whether the money's important versus right. the involvement in the child. You mm-hmm. shouldn't, you shouldn't battle with those two, you know what I'm saying? You should put a, leave, a, leave a context for the child to know, your father's here, he's doing his best, and when he can do what he can do, he's going to show and prove that he can do it for you. Let and me- you keep that consistent, you know what I'm saying? So the child be like,
0: alright, that's my dad. My dad just hooked me up. Let me ask this though, like, did, have you ever encountered any situations where, though, where your children may be like, uh, you know, forget the money, I'd rather him come spend time or do take me out to do this or do that? Did, you, did that ever come up?
2: Um
6: unfortunately I would have to say for my my fourth my 24 year old time was was everything because she didn't know him so she mm-hmm. needed to spend time it wasn't about what she needed financially cuz she was good right. um so time was everything so I would have to say that the foundation of that was about time
0: mm-hmm. um
6: he already knew when he was given money so that wasn't a factor she right. didn't need time to spend with him and and I think that that you know, as long as I get, it wasn't, to be honest, it wasn't until she turned between 16 and 18, one of those ages, when I was like, girl, I can talk about your father now because y'all got y'all have a great relationship that I can't break. Mm-hmm. And because she's older, I be like, mm, if you only knew. You know, I would say things
0: like that. <laughs> <laughs> that way. But, but she, she had already formulated her opinion of it.
6: Exactly, exactly. And that's all I needed for, for her to have her relationship and her mm-hmm. foundation with her father. Then I would say stuff and she'd be like, mom, mom. And I'm like, Fine, I won't say that, you know, but it was cute banter. I can't say nothing bad about the man now because he's a hundred percent in her life mm-hmm. at twenty four He visited her new home before I could. I was like, Why are you there before me? That's not fair, you know, and we left <laughs> so but my eleven year old is different because her father tried to tries to spend time and but but has some other issues that will take away time and money. Mm. So it, like at this point, she's so disappointed that she's like, oh. I don't even want to see him. Nope.
2: Damn. Right.
1: Damn. And, and, that's, and that's not what you want. You don't want that type of, yeah, yeah, yeah that's tough. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Damn. I got I, you with that one.
6: Now it's like, ooh, what do I do? Because I don't even want to ask him for anything. I don't want to tell him if she needs anything because that's not, i don't want her right now she's developing this well if he's gonna buy me this then i'll see him or if he buys me that and i'll call him like no no, no we don't want to do that
0: yeah right. right. link the relationship to what financially he could provide
6: right, right. But he, to provide. i don't want you to call me just because you need money i'm i put myself in i don't believe in child support right because i put myself in a man's position if you're going to give money because you want to because it's your kid and it's your responsibility great. I'm down for it. But if you're not and you're going to walk away, walk away. I'm still here. I'm going to provide. I'm going to do my part. So I don't feel like forcing someone financially to do something that they don't want to do is healthy because you don't know what the person's position is. You don't know what the mother might be going through that you forcing them to contribute to your child. Like it's just you don't know what they're going through and you might be putting them in a worse position than what they already are. Now if they have the money like 50 cents (laughs) <laughs> and they got the money, and mm-hmm. you you, know, you like, "I need some child support. I think you should be satisfied with sixty, seven hundred dollars a month, and you know still work more than yeah. satisfied
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I think but you know something like if you talk about like just if the relationship, if the nature of the relationship is rooted in solely what a person could get from somebody financially, that's a recipe for disaster, right? like right. If, if your interaction with your your kids is rooted around how you can financially contribute that's not that's not the basis for a good relationship because there may come a time when you can't financially contribute you know yeah. so is your is who you are as a father being measured by what you can do financially and then when you can no longer do it you suck as a dad like I that know. part i don't that part i don't agree with i think that you know a man should be financially responsible to support his child but i also feel like you have other responsibilities aside from outside of money right I'm-
6: Time is key. Time is key.
1: Time is key. Time. That's it. You can't beat that, baby. yeah E,
0: I see you chomping at the bit. You want to say something,
3: E? I was just saying that it's the balance. You just need to try to do the balance. Sometimes the financial part ain't always going to be the top part. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If, right. if you're balancing, it's just like life. You're going to balance your life. We might be having a good couple of years and money's more money coming in. You might give more money. There's some time when you ain't got the money, you got to give more time. It just has to be a balance and just seeing and seeing what, what, what was needed. If, if there's a lot of times where we say like some kids may be a strong male figure in their life at that time and moment, that means that it's more time needs to be done from their father's standpoint than maybe the mother, which we do have mothers like yourself that's able to do both parts because guess what? Mm -hmm. There's no other choice. So a lot of things that we always talk about, how these fathers just have options and they have choices. Like you come and go as you please. When mothers are there from from day one to the day, day end, one, and so they ain't got so no that, choice, that, You right. have to fill in voice from if, 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 if your child's mother is doing certain things, and you as a man or as the or the father has to come in and and bridge that gap. You have to fill in those holes to make that kid feel comfortable in their own life. Ain't about like I try to tell, I even tell people this when you have a kid, it ain't about you anymore. It's about that kid, mm-hmm. it's not about your feelings, it's about the kid's feelings. It ain't about your feelings anymore. You have to you have to pull your feelings back in order to make your kid feel good. That's what you're gonna do, right? That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah.
1: That's what you're supposed to do. That's a fact. That's a fact.
0: Yeah, anybody else want to come up on the panel and um chop it up, Jasmine? Any last words before we um.
6: Just that you know, I agree with the other woman that you know when you writing stuff down, you you just don't know what is
3: actually. Conversation. Conversation. yeah, is. and that's why this world is so crazy now because we got texts and emails and iPads <laughs> and this and that. And, and you know, you'd
6: be like, I didn't mean that, right? And it's, <laughs> an emoji or an emoticon, it's like, wait a minute, like so. I, know I get what she was saying. I was in here on the other side, like that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> right, what I'm saying. right, right, right. <laughs> I'm glad that you guys have this format to actually bring us on to clarify some things because um, again I'm, I'm, I'm big on raising res- children with responsibilities my, when, when my eldest went to college she was the only one who knew how to do laundry yeah. in, her, in her dorm area so it was like she was like mom thank you and I was like thank you for what she was like I'm the only one that knows how to do laundry and I was like wow how
1: about that, how about that? see that she was,
6: she was the only one who knew how to make a turkey for Thanksgiving when she was before she came home she was like, Mom, um, they I offered to make the turkey for Thanksgiving. And I'm like, Oh, you did? She was like, Yeah, she goes, I'm gonna use your recipe. And I was like, Okay, remember the secret. <laughs> and you know, it was exciting. So yeah, my eleven year old can't appreciate, you know, the chores that I give her now. But when she gets older, knowing from my 24- two and my two nineteen year olds, that she'll be like, Mom, thank you, because there's no reason why you're asking me for iPhone fourteen and you don't want to clean your room. I don't mm-hmm. understand.
0: That. So, nah, so she'll, you know, she'll get there. And you're
6: asking me for money, fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars sometimes because of whatever, two hundred dollars sneakers and you can't do your chores. No, you have to work mm-hmm. for it. So I just believe that, you know, children also should know where the money's coming from or not even like a hundred percent of what you have, but they should know that you work hard for that it. money
0: don't grow on trees. Yeah. That's how we come on. We grew up that way. Money don't grow That
1: Structure. That structure, man. When you lay structure, they they may not understand it in the beginning. But like you said, your daughter appreciated the fact that she learned how to do laundry, and then she see her peers like? Hold on. laundry. That to me,
0: yeah.
6: yep. African culture. She has a friend that's at, like her parents are straight African, and and a, a friend who's Muslim, and so the parents and she was like, mom her African friend, she couldn't spend a night out. She couldn't hang out after a certain time. But her African friend, she would come over here and be like, Miss Barcelona, do you want us to, do you want me to something something? I'm like, uh, can you? <laughs> I guess. And my daughter's like, Mom, she has to cook for her siblings at home. I'm yeah. like, are you to... in middle school? So I'm like, yeah. yeah. I think that kids should know that, you know, mommy works
0: hard. How much money you want, you're going to have to work for it. You have to <laughs> earn it. Now that yeah you need to instill I told her this is this is a a very 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 good comment money has become god and love has become the enemy I agree with that 100%. Yeah. But yeah that 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 part around responsibility and teaching responsibility and modeling responsibility is um is extremely important. I just think that that you have to find a balance with it also like you know growing up we had chores and we had things that we were responsible we were responsible for that we had to do like I, I tell people a lot, you know. When I was younger, one of the things that I had to do was that I had to um oh, that's your daughter right there, right? I had to, I had to um like take my brother, my younger brother, to school and bring him home from school and everything. And I used to be like, damn, like yo, I gotta be lugging this dude around and everything. Yeah. But I think, you know, honestly, after a while as I've gotten older, I begin to appreciate. It. I'm like, you know, when my parents were instilling in me responsibility, like yo, you have to look out for your younger sibling. Look out you for know, your you brother. You have to clean right. your house because when you get older. You're going to be in a position where you, you know, you have to clean the house. Here's the list to go to the store to buy groceries. When you get older, you have to be able to go to the store to buy groceries. You should know how to do your laundry on your clothes, do a dish or whatever it is, you know, so those things, I think, yes, like we have to impart that into our kids to make sure that they become successful, responsible adults, you know, like, yeah. uh, but putting like the financial burden on them, that's when it become crazy because there are some of, the, some of the stuff people do and they ask the people is completely different. Like you can't involve a 14 or 15 year old in whatever your financial struggles are like, damn, I guess we can't make rent. We can't pay the rent this month. What you gonna go out and do? Like that to me is crazy.
6: That's that and that's (laughs) that kind of parenting is toxic. And so I just wanted, because she's on, I have to give her a shout out.
3: Yeah, she Um, said, hey, Ma.
6: (laughs) (laughs) And her boyfriend is on here too. But I have to say that she is extremely pivotal to my blueprint of parenting because parents are not perfect we learn as we continue to parent right because we don't have a book on how parenting is and i have to say that her she was the beginning of my parenting experience and i learned so much from parenting her that it is because of her that i feel like certain conversations should be had she even told me maybe a few years uh, a couple of months ago she said mom maybe you shouldn't tell you know azuri to, or zoe my twin daughter she said maybe you shouldn't tell zoe too much because then she won't come to you for help because mm-hmm. i share with them the struggles the real life daily struggles but i do that because i want them to know life is not going to be easy unless mm-hmm. you
1: because you scream all the time
2: right yeah
6: and so- I want them to think oh mommy's got it mommy can handle it no, no no mommy's got it mommy can handle it but that's because i did this i did that i did the third and so because of that i'm able to do this yeah. so that i gave you a hundred dollars because i always have a hundred dollars to give you whenever you need it at 19 or 24. Mm-hmm. it's because i I was able to do what i needed to it's do To give you Mm -hmm. so you know these lessons that that i speak of with my children when it comes to money and the contribution contribution of the of the father to them is just so that they know it's not it's not a one-man show and it's not easy Mm -hmm. and work hard for it like those three things are vital in life period I'm there's no way I'm gonna. There's parent I have parent friends who coddle their children who's like, no, I'm not gonna let my child do that. And I'm not gonna, and I get it. I get, and I don't step over their toes at all because mm-hmm. it's your parenting style. But, but don't question my parenting style when I say that my child has to be in bed by eight o'clock and can't be up until ten eleven. Mm-hmm. And my child has to, you know, and not that, that there's nothing wrong with that because my friend's daughter downstairs goes to bed at midnight, but she's a, uh, straight a student at school. I don't know how people do what work. work for them. People exactly. Do for them. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not saying nothing's wrong. But there's different ways of parenting. And mine is just straight up responsibility. Know with what's happening. Know the mm-hmm. truth. I don't want you growing up thinking that I got it like that. And I'm giving it because I got it. I want you to grow up knowing that I worked hard for it. And that's why you got it because you too worked for it. you earned it.
2: That's Thanks. Thanks. mama
1: barcelona you are the dime baby keep doing your <laughs> thing god bless you and your children you. baby girl hope you're doing your thing out there too man the,
3: the parents with Zobies are great you see that right <laughs> that's you, right yeah <laughs> you guys should
6: follow her she is about um influencing women of all ages young older she started off with um pco look at <laughs> that's her boyfriend she started off with pcos um and had like acne all over her face and and the media used to get on her. Like they were making fun of her. I thought it was going to kill her and tear her apart. But she Mm. was brilliant and she overcame that. And now she has a gazillion, quadrillion followers. I bet you if she got on this, her followers would see it and be like, oh, (laughs) she's dope. Yeah, I should follow her. Yeah, I I
0: just followed her. her. I just follow her. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in and participating. I think this has been a great discussion. Um, If you're not, following the no ideas original podcast um hit the link in the description make sure you like comment subscribe on our page we like i said earlier we're working on also doing our um our compilation album for the no ideas original podcast which is going to feature artists that have appeared on the podcast and producers that appeared on the podcast ayatollah we reached out to you Yo, Tola, we, reached, we need you Tola. Yeah, to, on the the <laughs> to, um, to make it happen to us and for those who don't know who ayatollah is if you listen to Miss Fat Booty by Most Deaf, he is the producer of that record. And this man makes classic records. So we're hoping that we get him on the album also. Thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next the next episode. Peace out, everybody. Have a good night. Peace. Peace.
3: That was dope, bro.
0: Dope episode, everybody.